Welcome to Loud Sports. It is Tuesday, November 26, 2019. We have a special show in store for you. Usually on Tuesdays, we do the NFL weekend wrap-up, but we're mixing it up. we got the holiday coming up, so we have to kind of dim down the shows a little bit. We also have a highly anticipated college matchup coming up, and we want to fit that into the show as well. So, guys, this is Loud Sports. It's where we talk sports and we smoke a little loud. I'm going to fire this blunt up, and then we're going to get right to the show. God damn, that was smoky. Uh, I about smoked David out of the room. Uh, di- hey, uh, I already said it, but David, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, shit, what? It's been a whole four days. Um, actually, no, it's been a week. Yeah, it's <laughs> been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> um, how's everything going with you, man? Good, good. good? Yeah? Yeah. You got some fun stuff to talk about today. I have a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. We've got rivalry, rivalry week weekend. This is a fun up, weekend. So, yeah, this is a fun weekend sure. in all sports, honestly, because we're starting to get down to the meat of the NFL season. Um, this is the end of the college season, yep. um, and NBA is picking up. Yes. So let's. That kind of is a segue into our first segment here at Loud Sports. We're going to talk NBA. David has some things he wants to share with us. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to talk right around with you. I mean, I, I you know I haven't been following NBA much this year. I don't know about yourself. Um, here, let me pass this uh, mouse over not, to you, not, buddy. Not a whole lot. I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I definitely kind of try to follow you, along. You know, you know who you know who isn't shocking me, the Lakers. No, not at all. I mean, that we all saw it coming, right? Yeah, and I mean, that's what we've been talking about since hell the beginning of the beginning of beginning summer of the season. Yeah, and they they finally got a team put, put together that's actually going to work together for sure. Well for well. for sure, man. Go ahead and um, you know, tell us what you want to talk about. I know you got you had some key points you really want to touch on. Yeah, so I'll just kind of start out with some news. Oh, uh, this is kind of just from last week. I really haven't had a chance to look into it a whole lot. Um, okay, but Luca over there in Dallas. Oh, uh, dude, man. Remember I said it last dude, week. Yes. Next. Larry Bird, <laughs> dude is a fucking beast. I mean, he uh, last week he put up forty-two points. He had a triple double, forty-two points, eleven rebounds, twelve assists. Yeah, he went fourteen for twenty-seven from the field. You had an he's, interesting touch on that double. Yeah, yeah he's um. There's actually only been two players. Yeah, that have hit a triple double with forty-point triple double. Okay. Before turning twenty-one, who are those two players? One is LeBron James. Oh, okay. We all know we <laughs> one of the greatest ever. So and the second is Luca. Really? He is. They're, they're the only two players that ever drop a forty-point triple-double before turning twenty-one in NBA history. No shit. And then you said Ma- Magic Johnson was somehow in on this list too. Yeah. You were talking. Yeah. So uh, most triple doubles, but before turning twenty-one, you got Luca, Magic Johnson, and LeBron James. Okay. Okay. You hear those names, you think, yeah. okay, yeah, it's gonna. They were all great at their young careers. Yep, yep. You got LeBron James with five, and Magic Johnson with seven. Where do you think Luke kind of falls on that on that scale? He's he's got to be at like what four? No. What? He has tripled LeBron James' number. So what was LeBron? LeBron was five. So he's he, he's L- like Luca has fifteen triple holy doubles. Fuck. Holy already fuck. in his young career. Like I said, he's That's tripled crazy, LeBron James dude. and more than doubled Magic Johnson. Wow, this this kid wow. is a fucking beast. He 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 puts up big numbers every week too. I mean, there's yeah. never a week where he doesn't put up big numbers. And he's like he's the backbone and the strength of that team, for sure. Um, you know the NBA, the rankings are starting to kind of play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's talk some rankings. You know, let's talk let's talk what the standings are so far here in 
the NBA. They don't really do rankings. I can't say rankings because they don't do right, right. they don't do a ranking. Do the they do standings. Yeah. And you know, man, um, I, I want to hear what you have to say about these standings. Yeah, and I mean, you kind of hit on the LA Lakers over there. Yeah, kind of just going nuts. Uh, Fifteen and two, they're first in the Western. Uh, eight game win streak, correct? Yes, eight game win streak, winning their games by almost nine points. Longest win streak in probably about six years. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fucking nuts. I mean, they're averaging one hundred twelve points a game. I miss Kobe. <laughs> I miss Kobe. Uh, number two over there in the Western, you got the Denver Nuggets, twelve and three. Boo! They are on, they are on a five. God, game. that was unnecessary <laughs> as fuck. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> They're on a, a five game win streak over there as well. Oh my god! Look at the audio clip on that boo. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know their Nuggets actually were one of the teams that people said to watch out for over the summer. Yeah, and another team over there in the West that they were in the talk at the beginning of the season, especially after. Getting Kawhi, the Clippers, they're twelve Clippers, and five. Clippers. Yep. Also well, on a five-game win streak. Load management. Yes. And then you got the Dallas Mavericks over there. We were just talking about Luca. Yeah, Luca's a stud. They're in fourth place, eleven and he, five. He literally they lost Dirk and he came in and was better. Yeah. I I don't want to say he's better than Dirk yet because Dirk is going to go down in history and be a Hall of Famer for sure. But first ballot. He came in and he was like, "Watch this." He was yeah. like, you, "You had that big tall white guy." Watch this big, tall, white guy. Right. And he's a big, tall, white guy. Not he's just a, a tall, white guy. He's a very big, tall, white guy. <laughs> he's not just a tall, white guy. Like, this like dude, was. W- when you watch him come out onto the court, it's like a um, it's like a shack that can shoot. Yeah. It, he's just big. Yeah. Uh, and then number five in the West, you got the Houston Rockets. They're up there. They've been pretty highly touted. Got James Harden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We talked about this last week. The only issue I have with James is it's almost like the Kobe effect. He feels as though he has to do it all. He doesn't realize he actually has a very solid team around him. Right, yeah, and especially now that they have Russ. the ball a lot, and yeah. he misses a lot. Yeah, what, what, he put up what? 18 of 44 yeah. for 49 points. Yeah. It's like, what? It's ridiculous. Come on now. Like, you don't need to be shooting that, that damn much. That, that number's probably not accurate, so somebody's going to fact-check me and call me out on that. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I was just explaining, like, that's what I mean, it's like. I mean, it's close enough. I mean, if I, he I, yeah, the ball I'm pretty sure it was, lot. like, I just listened to our show this morning, so I could kind of, like, do some recap. I'm pretty sure it was, like, 18 to 44. <laughs> it was something like that. It was just Yeah, nuts. it was nuts. And uh, they're actually on a three-game skit right now. Who, the Rockets are? The Rockets. Oh, good for yeah. them. I don't like anything Texas. <laughs> Fuckers. Uh, and then over in the East, got the Bucks in the first fourteen yeah, and three. Yep. They're on an eight game win streak. I like me some Bucks, man. Uh, they're definitely there. I think they're gonna win that. Win the East. I think they're gonna win the finals for sure. I think I they're gonna win. I don't win. know about that. Uh, I Lakers, I man, dude, that. the Lakers are gonna be so hard to go against. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> it, it's kind of early to get into how that many, too how much. How many games have they won in a row? It looks like a pretty big number. Over Ooh, there. Milwaukee eight. Ooh. Yeah. Shit. Their last ten, they're nine and one. So okay, Baltimore Ravens of basketball. <laughs> uh, second place, you got the Miami Heat. That's a surprise four. to me. Yeah, that's a big surprise to me. Actually, yeah. they take over Boston's spot at number two. Boston's kind of on a skid, but still, right. And Boston, I think, has lost la- the last three of their four. Yeah, they're seven and three. The last ten, they're on a one-game win streak. Oh, okay, they won their last one. That's their number three, twelve and four as well. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut up over you, but it, no. that that one really surprises me because Miami. I mean, they have Jimmy Butler, I believe, but other than that, it's not really. 
Um, right. A jump out to you team. No, they really don't have any like huge names. No. Superstars. But there's always that team every year. Yeah. I mean, every year there's that team that everybody's right. like, holy shit, where did they come and from? I mean, and I mean, think about how Golden State kind of started. They didn't have superstars when they started. Do Golden they State? They drafted that team together yeah, when yeah. they first started. It was they a were... draft, and then Durant jumping shit. But right, and that was after they we'll were already like later. self-made superstar team. Yeah, Durant, Durant's a punk. But... <laughs> hey, hey, you know, um, I'm gonna jump down a little bit. I'm looking at your rankings here. Brooklyn Nets, uh, nine and eight. A lot of expectations. I know they don't have Durant this year because he's hurt, but mm-hmm. they have Kyrie. There's some rumbling coming out of there that Kyrie isn't really fitting. With the system, same thing happened in Boston. Same thing happened in Cleveland. You almost wonder if it's a Kyrie issue, like he has a oh, uh, ego, has an ego issue. It has to be, because I mean, I hear it every team he's played for. You know, Kyrie this, Kyrie that, Kyrie wasn't ha- Kyrie wasn't happy. Kyrie didn't like it. Kyrie the, it's just like okay, what about right. someone, somebody else in the team? Let's talk about somebody else. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah. to me was, that to me stands out uh, as a pretty big deal. Because mm-hmm. you hear about it a lot. You don't want to be in the news for a negative reason. You want to be in the news for a positive reason. Right, right. And kind of hitting on the, the surprise, the surprises of the season. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta, they're 4-13 and 13 right now. They're on a seven-game losing streak. They should actually be a lot better than that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially at the beginning of the season, everybody yeah. thought they were going to be decent. Yeah. Especially Trey down there just <laughs> running the team. and they, they just got fucking smacked by Detroit, dude, I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> I mean, seven-game losing streak. They're 1-9 in their last 10. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yep. No, I, I agree. Phoenix, what the hell are they doing in the top rankings down there in the West? Hey, you never know. They're, I mean, they're 8-8, eight, eight and eight, only 500. Oh, okay. They're only one game above. Okay, I yeah, see, so I see. It, they I, lose a game, they're fucked. Never I mean, mind. I mean, they're there. But. Yeah. Oklahoma City, doing. you know, they lose big names, so you don't really expect too much no. from them. New Orleans lost their biggest name. Yeah. And then down there at the bottom, worst record uh, in the NBA, Yeah. the Golden State Warriors. Let's talk about it. What is there to talk about it? There's nothing there. What what happened? Well, they, you lose the only good players on the team, and you're kind of fucked. So you mean to tell me that all that bullshit they were talking about? Oh, we don't need the big the big three. We we would do it without all these guys. No, they need them. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, you got Clay that went down with the ACL at the beginning of the year. <sighs> Those fans remind Curry me of that went down. He's probably did they say he's done for the year or Curry? They questioning least if he might two come to back. Three months. They said so it's definitely going to be a minimum, while with that yeah. rest. Yeah, you don't you won't see him back in a uniform and probably till early March, late February. Is what I'm guessing. That and they're probably going to be running him pretty short if they're oh, yeah. if they're going to be running the it'll bottom be limited, of the barrel like it'll that. Be limited minutes. It'll probably be 20 minutes max. If yeah. That I mean. No reason to even put him in harm's they're, way. They're not going to go anywhere. They might. Fuck, dude. They might get the first pick of the draft. Well, does yeah. it work that way? It's a lottery. I don't know it's, how it it's, works. It's lottery. I think they're kind. Of, they might be. They might end up shooting for that lottery oh, pick. Oh, okay, okay. To kind cool. of fill that spot. I mean, then next year if they get end up getting that lottery pick, getting a decent player. Yeah. You know. I. Then well, you're gonna have Steph. You're gonna you have Clay. You're though. gonna have Draymond back. Yeah. You're gonna have those the those big three. Once they get Clay back, I think they'll be okay. They'll yeah. be a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, you Draymond is still in and out on the court. Yeah, he's not hurt, but no. he isn't somebody you can have Rely a team on. Yeah. running. Behind. You're not gonna build around Draymond Green. I mean, no, and he started as point guard the other the other <laughs> night. I mean, that's how you fuck? know you. That's how you know you're <laughs> fucking hurting, dude. That's how you know you're fucking hurting. I mean. He's not somebody you could run an entire team behind. Yeah, no, I agree one hundred percent. For sure, I mean he's a he's a great basketball player, a great defensive basketball yeah, player, but yep. he is not a, an amazing offensive star that 
you can have a team actually win games behind. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. Anything yeah. else for the NBA? Um. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony. Ooh, I, I was hoping you were going to do this. Carmelo I Anthony. Sure, but I was hoping you were going to do this. You know, he was signed by uh, the Trailblazers earlier what, a couple weeks ago. Smart move. And Smart move. He just dropped 25 on the Bulls uh, last night or the night before. He dropped 25 on the Bulls. I think it almost seems like he's coming back into the swing of things. Yeah, it was a smart move. He was quoted after the game saying, I'm starting to get my feel back and my flow back. It's good. So it's he's really he's good. starting to feel himself again, starting to kind of get into that flow. And you never know. Portland might actually start to do something. They're yeah, sitting 6-12 uh, and sure. 12 in, the, in the West. They're 6-12 and 12 in the West, but... You never know. Carmelo kind of coming back into things. They no. might be able to. They might be able to run a team. I like me some Carmelo Anthony, man. Yeah. I used to fucking run it on 2K <laughs> with him. Yeah, I mean he's a fucking great player, but you never know. Yeah, no. If things are gonna heat especially, up with him, especially you know you or, sit you sit a year or two, mm-hmm. you know you don't play, you don't know if you're gonna come back rusty or you're gonna come back lights out. It, it, it's very wishy washy. Yeah. Especially a player of his age. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of last thing I want to touch on. Uh, There's N- fucking NBA-wise. more. Just, just, just one thing. Just kidding, just dude. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. God. Maybe I should just get my own show. Oh, invite you on. Wow. <laughs> wow. Get ready for the controversy headlines coming up on Facebook, guys. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Last thing we were talking about the Bucks, huh? Winning eight. Somebody eight get this row. man a fucking contract so he can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> eight in a row. They're, like I said, fourteen and three. You got the team running behind Gannis. Dude, he dropped 50 points last night. 50 points, 14 rebounds. He could get Only the double, MVP double, again. Six assists, two steals. He could get the MVP again. Oh, for sure. And, then, I mean, you got his brother out there, too, his younger brother on yeah. the team. Fuck. They're just going to have a whole team of Greek Talk freaks. Talk about an athletic fucking family, dude. Yeah, it's like the Mannings. I mean, they're just going to have a whole team of fucking Greek freaks. Greek freaks. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Like I said, I think they're my favorite to come out of the East. I, I think so too. This, this early in the season, but they're my favorite to come out of the East. It's, it's a good. It's a good basketball season so far, though. Yeah. I mean, shit. You can't can't complain. No, and I mean, being here in Michigan, I grew up a, a Pistons fan. They're not sitting. They're not sitting super pretty. They're only. They're only what eight games back out of first in I the think, East. Still, they're sitting at six I think and we eleven. Get, so. I think we get the old crew out, come out of retirement and play for us. Go get Chauncey, Rip. I mean, you got you got Blake out there. Blake, you know, I always forget he plays for Detroit until I watch like a highlight or something, and I'm like, who the fuck's that curly headed? Fu- oh, that's yeah. That's I mean, Blake. they're not like the greatest team on earth like he was when they had was he running behind the Clippers? You know, well, he also had Chris Paul. Yeah, and I, I mean, Derrick Rose. Now, now he's got Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is no. having one of the best years he's had since his MVP. Year. Yeah, and I mean, if they keep him rested, yeah, don't overwork him. Which I think the Pistons have at least decent depth. They don't have All Star depth. Yeah, but they yep. have decent depth to be able, to be able to get him some rest. I think they could make the playoffs this year for sure, for sure. And I mean, like I know, I know he was quoted earlier in the year saying that he feels better, and that if he if he was able to rest like this and what weren't so much wasn't so much of a load put on him when he was he would have been Chicago, better at Chicago. He yeah. would he would still be a Chicago Bull. Yep, without yep. the injuries. Yep, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I think the rest is gonna Remember, do do him do that, him. Some that MVP really, year was really one of good things. That MVP year was one of the best years we had ever seen out of a bas- out of a basketball player. Yeah, um, he was just lights out. And um, that that game was crazy. That game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, when uh, Detroit actually went to Chicago, 
um, the, they, sta- the standing ovation. The standing ovation he got when he was announced. Yeah. I mean, they love just burn my Derek fucking Rose. window. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 love some Derrick Rose, and I mean, he's a great player. He he's just, gonna he's be had a, an injury prone uh, injury prone career, career, and yeah. if they can keep him rested, keep him healthy this year. They could He's do some things. always going to be welcomed in that city. Oh, for sure. I mean, there, there was no hard feelings. They had to do what they had to do as an organization. Everybody knows that's a business. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he wasn't producing anything because of the injuries. They were paying him a lot of money. It, it just, you know, hey, you got to go at some point. You got to cut right. your ties. I mean, it's kind of like uh, NFL side of things. Yeah. Brett Favre. Yes. Brett yeah. Favre is always going to be welcomed into Green Bay. Yes. It doesn't matter this, if he went to Minnesota this for a few years. This would be the situation we, we get with Tom Brady at the end of this year. You know, they're talking. It's contract year. Right. At some point, you're like, listen, And dude, he's not having yeah. a stellar offensive season. Exactly. At so. some point, you're like, listen, dude, we appreciate it. You gave us your heart and soul. You want a six Okay, I'm getting off topic here. You know, but <laughs> you, you get, I don't want to get into it because I'll keep going. But, you you know, it's... It's the same thing with Derrick Rose. Right. You came here. You took us to a great year that year that you won the MVP. You know, mm-hmm. we had a phenomenal run. Unfortunately, you ran into the heat with Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James. There's nothing you can do there. No. But you as a whole, as a single player, did an amazing. So, yeah. you know, I, that's awesome. I'm, I'm happy Derrick Rose is back. Congratulations, Derrick Rose, on your comeback. You'll probably get a big contract. Oh, for, for sure. I, I, I hope so. Okay. So, I think that wraps it up. Yeah. NBA. No, nope, wraps up the show. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> see ya. Um, so, you know, we had some stuff that um, we wanted to cover now. It's going to be the NFL. We're kind of switching it up a little bit because the college football side of things is going to be loaded. Um, we have lots to talk about for the college football side of things. So, first, I want to get into the scores from over the weekend in the NFL. Yeah. Talk about what we saw, some games. We'll get into some top performers, and then I got some questions to ask you. And we'll move forward. Sound okay. good? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, man, starting off Thursday night, we had a, a thriller. It was the Texans-Colts. Uh, Jacoby Brissett playing against uh, the Texans. The Colts had beaten the Texans one time before. They didn't do it this time. They lose 20-17. to 17. The Texans are decent. I don't see them making a very big run into the playoffs. Like no, I originally especially not to play like that. No. They will get beat by either New England, Baltimore, yeah, Chiefs. They've been they've been playing kind of mediocre recently. Deshaun doesn't look that great ever since he got poked in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like ever since then somebody like sucked the power out of him like some fucking Space Jam shit. They touched him and it was like. I mean, their their defense is decent. That was horrible sound effects. But uh, like like you said, Deshaun just really hasn't looked the greatest. Nineteen of thirty, two ninety eight, two touchdowns. I believe he had a pick in there. Um, uh, ESPN I mean, doesn't like to show you picks because they don't do negative shit for some reason. But no, not at the time. Well, they're showing the top performers. On yeah, that screen, so. yeah, but I get you it. You can dive into the stats if you want. Yeah, so. yeah, that's on you guys. I'm gonna move forward. I really don't want to dig into too many of the scores. You know, the Bucks they beat the Falcons. Uh, Bills. Let's talk Bills. Yeah, for, I, for I, one I, do, I do want to touch on the Bills real um, quick too. They win again, twenty to three. They beat the Broncos. They improved to what is that? Uh, eight and three. Eight and three. Eight and three, dude. The Bills, they're eight and three. They're decent coming out this year. They're like, not decent. They're good. They're top ten defense. Their offense moves the football. Josh Allen can play. Yeah. A lot of people dogged on him last year. He can play football. I'm sorry, but when the Patriots are done ruling the East, Buffalo's next. Yeah, and Josh Allen is super young too. Fuck yeah, dude. He's got some time behind him. They might beat the Patriots coming up in their next matchup. If they do, the playoffs are going to take a whole different turn. The Patriots will still make the playoffs. It just we might have to. Go, they might have to go to Baltimore. <laughs> uh, you don't want to do that. 
We'll talk about that later. But you have something about Frank Gore, I believe. I do. I do. Uh, Frank Gore, he's been in the, in the NFL for fucking ever. Um, I was five when he made his – or six when he made his first appearance in the he, NFL. He's been in the NFL forever. He just passed Barry Sanders for third on the NFL's all-time rushing list. Yeah. Do, do you think that he is Hall of Fame caliber? Yes. You do? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He doesn't have a Super Bowl. I'll give him that. That's the one thing that kind of holds him back. But does Barry Sanders have a Super Bowl? No. That that's all. That, that's the, it. Drop the, of the mic. No. The only thing is, I think he's Hall of Fame caliber, but it's definitely. I don't think he'll be first. He's not first. No, he's no, not no, first. No, I don't no, think no, he's no, second. No. He might not even be third. He might. It might. The only reason he even has some of these records is because of how long he's been in the NFL. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I lost the blunt. Sorry. If, if Barry Sanders had been in the NFL as long as he was, Barry Sanders would be first in almost every single category on the shittiest team that he played on. So, can we stay on the Barry Sanders topic yeah, then? Yeah, go ahead. Barry Sanders was just now selected to the te- uh, top 100 greatest players of all time team by Bill Belichick. Uh, Chris, Chris Collinsworth, is that his name? Uh, I Probably, can't, yeah. I can't remember his name. The Chris, guy says, here's a guy. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then um, Rich Eisen. Mm-hmm. Rich Eisen is a U of M guy. We all know Rich Eisen. He does the um, the run for Rich or Rich Run where uh, people donate money to him, and he runs the 40-yard dash, yep. and yep. then he gives it to St. Jude's. Yep. He's he's a great guy. So him, Bill Belichick, and Chris Collinsworth for the next six weeks are doing this show, Greatest Top 100. Bill Belichick actually got picked as one of the top greatest coaches of all time, which I agree with 100%. Right. Yeah. Barry Sanders made the list. Barry Sanders sat down there in that table with all of them, and he was talking. He's like, I had great 10 years, you know, and all this other shit. His dad believed if he would have played more, he probably would have been the greatest ever. Yeah, for sure. He looked across the table at Bill, and he goes, maybe if you would have came and got me, I could have played 10 more years. (laughs) I couldn't help but laugh because, you know, you almost wonder if he did play behind a different line in a different team, if he couldn't have played a little bit more. I don't want to blame Detroit solely because – there was a lot of family factors that came into it. Yeah, for sure. Especially like his dad. His dad, yeah. But that did have something to do with it, just like Calvin Johnson. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, okay, I'm never going to – I'm tied to this team. You know, there's no point in me trying to get out of it. And, I mean – I've done all I can. I I lead the league in almost everything. And, I mean, I don't think he ever kind of – I don't ever think he wanted to come out of retirement after he retired. No, He was – He was done. He's been quoted many times saying he's proud that he retired. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. And he loved the city of Detroit. He's always going to love the city of Detroit. He still does things for the city. Fuck yeah. And so there's no regrets there on his side where he's like, man, I wish I would have played for a different team. He was just theoretically speaking. What if? Yeah. What if? I played because you had a better offensive line. What if he played on the Cowboys team that Emmett Smith played on? Or the Rams, the greatest show on turf? can, Can you imagine where he would be in the rankings if he played even 15 years? Behind one of those teams. I need people to understand, too, about the the Cowboys. We'll stay on that topic. What if? The Cowboys historically have always had the best offensive lines ever. So this year they have one of the best. They have the highest paid. Um, They always have. Always. Which I I think is a great thing to have. Yes. I mean, you should definitely be paying your offensive line some of the most money. Because if you have a piece of shit offensive line... You have no You're offense. Fucked. Look at Tony Romo. You you could pay a you could have fucking Tom Brady. Yeah. You, you could have Pink Peyton Manning. Manning. You could have John Elway. You could have Dan Marino. Joe Montana. Any of those great quarterbacks. They ha- all had great lines. Have a shitty line. You won't win a damn game. The only time that I can say that shitty lines and he still made do with it was Brady in 2015 when he was hit 38 times in the AFC Championship. Still almost went to the Super Bowl. That's probably the only time where you're like, okay, you know, that was that player because he just had that determination and will. But any other time he's had a bad line, he, they usually uh, historically have had a bad year. Yeah. Um, 
you know, in twenty, it took him ten years to get back to. You don't. You don't have to have a good defense. No. If the off- the opposing offensive line is exactly absolutely terrible. exactly, and the Patriots always had top ten of both. Yeah. Um. You know, same with the Cowboys though. The Cowboys historically, dating back to Emmitt Smith and Troy Aikman, have always had some of the greatest line of all time. So we'll move forward, guys. We'll talk a little bit more scores. Uh, the Browns, they put the beat down on the Dolphins, 41-24. to 24. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's really not a shock. It's the fucking Dolphins. Yeah. The game that was kind of close that shocked me was Saints-Panthers, uh, 34-31. I expected more of a... Uh, kind of a blowout. Yeah, yeah but it, it wasn't that way. Um, the blowout that, did, <laughs> that didn't surprise me, um, <laughs> there was actually a couple of them, but the one that didn't was the Jets-Raiders. A lot of people were like, oh, my God, that's a shock. Yeah, the, it, they kind of fucked me on my uh, uh, fantasy yeah, team. I know they did. I know. But it <laughs> didn't shock terrible. me because the Jets were running hot anyways. They they were had already they had just won a game last yeah, week. But I mean the Raiders were running hot as hell too. Oh, the Raiders are still in contention with the Chiefs. Did you know that? The, uh, they, if they would have won that game, they'd be in first place in the West. Yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. It, the the NFL is nuts this year. Yeah. Um, the Lions kind of blew the fucking lid on this one. Yeah, they were up on the Redskins, one of the worst teams in the NFL, and then they the, just got smacked. Their defense is absolutely fucking terrible. It, it's trash. They made a a a rookie quarterback looked like he was a seasoned vet. I, did. I mean, honestly, they didn't have a passing touch. They didn't have an offensive touchdown. The Redskins didn't. No, no. But still, he was able to, like, tear down the defense and drive down the field. Yeah. They couldn't get in the end zone, but it doesn't matter when you're facing a fucking Lions no. team that can't get in the end zone either. <laughs> you know, did, did you know that the Redskins have five touchdowns this year on 90 total drives? Like, they have five total offensive touchdowns. Well, they didn't get another one against the Lions. So the lo- the only touchdown that was scored from the Redskins was a ninety-one yard the kickoff return. Kickoff return, and yeah. he bobbled the kick at the beginning. Of the yeah, beginning of the run, like he bobbled it, dropped it, picked it back up, and took it to the fucking house. Yeah. Um. What about Bo Scarborough, man? The guy out of Alabama. Everybody, he got buried into the free agency. Nobody wanted him, and the Lions were like, "Well, fuck it, we'll give you a chance, dude." All of our other guys are hurt. Holy shit! He's like, a saving grace. Yeah, for sure. What do I'm, you think that's going to do about you guys' uh, running back situation? Well, I I think he's going to be definitely a decent solid number two. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can see. I, mean, him. I can even see him move on. It was a one year deal. Maybe another team. I, I think. I think the. Um, it kind of just depends. Um, if carry on. Yeah. Well, carry on to come back, but they yeah. need they need a load reduction for carry on. He's a great three down back, but he's injury prone. He can run the fucking ball though. Yeah, He'll run he you over. He's like a Derrick Henry almost. Remember Derrick Henry? Yeah. Uh, he well remember Derrick Henry. I was gonna Henry. say Derrick Henry just ran over yeah. the fucking Jaguars. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're actually gonna skip that game. We're gonna move to the Patriots Cowboys game. I want to talk about this one. Yeah. It was thirteen to nine. A lot of people want to blame the tripping calls that were blown, which were admitted that they were blown on this game. But they had other chances to win this game. Mm-hmm. That Patriots defense is. Fucking dynamite, dude. I don't know how many people they have to beat and hold them under 10 points for people to be like, okay, we get it. Because um, where's Amari Cooper at? Because I checked the stat sheet. He didn't even have a catch. Uh, the one ball that was thrown at him got picked by Stefan Gilmore. Hands down the best corner of football. Hands down. Uh, you can look at all the stats, everything. Hands down. There's nothing that will ar- – can, you can't argue with anybody. <laughs> you can't bring anybody else in the conversation. It's not Jalen Ramsey. He just got burned for 45 points last night. It's not it's not um, Byron Jones because he played for that Cowboys team that got burned by Nikhil Harry, a rookie that's only played two games. I'm sorry, but that defense is nuts. But the Cowboys had chances. And here's here's where I want to kind of explain two chances where the Cowboys look stupid coaching-wise. The Patriots were kicking into the wind. 
they were kicking short kicks on purpose so the uh, coverage team could get there on time. It was actually very smart by Bill Belichick and Joe Judge. Joe Judge is a special teams coach over there. Every time they did it, the Cowboys fumbled the ball. They, they muffed it because the guy had to run up on a wet ball. At what point in time are you Jason Garrett? Do you go to your special teams coach and you say, listen, motherfucker, they just did that six times. Mm-hmm. Move up. Yeah. Move up because they're not kicking. And then they fucked Dallas's head up. They didn't put a returner back on a punt to fuck with them. And Dallas got a delay a game because they couldn't figure out what they were going to do. Kick the ball. It, How fucking hard is that? It's poor coaching. Yeah. Jason Garrett is not a good coach. And I, I kind of want to throw some stats at you yeah. for, uh, yep. from the Dallas Cowboys. When they played a team 500 or worse, yeah, they're 6-1, and one, putting up 32.5 points a game. Turnover differential is plus 5. So you mean like the Lions, the Jets, the, or the Giants and all that? The, the teams that they've played where they've the, actually the, looked the, good. The, the one loss. The, the one loss is the Jets, and it was the Jets' first win of the year. Yeah, when Sam Darnold came back. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, dude. I, I don't want to cut you off. I don't like the Cowboys. I don't like their fans. No, I mean, just kind of just kind of looking at it, they haven't done well against good teams. And they're arrogant. Yeah. I mean. We got a notification, people. We're good. <laughs> We're good, man. Keep going. Um. Like I said, six and one against teams five hundred or worse. Yeah, they've looked great against those teams. Oh fuck yeah! When they've played teams with the winning record, Dak MVP. They're zero and four. Yep, yep, yep. Just under seventeen points a game. Turnover differential is minus seven. That just tells you, when they play good teams, they are terrible. Absolutely, absolutely. They're they are a they are mediocre team. They're a good. Bad team. Yeah, they're mediocre when they have to play an actual team. And then people are like, well, the element, it's football. Yeah. You you play rain, shine. I mean, Get out of your dome in sunny yeah. Texas and go play. Like, Gronk did it the best. <laughs> people don't like Gronk's Fox analysis because he is kind of goofy. He said it the best, though. He goes, in Foxborough, you practice with um, a nor'easter coming through. It could be 100 mile per hour winds, negative 10 degrees, and nobody's supposed to go outside. Bill Belichick has you running hills and practicing. Jerry Jones... Yeah. This past week, it started to sprinkle in Dallas, in down there in Texas. He pulled them into their dome. He's like, "Come on, babies, it's that, okay." That, that's not gonna help you as a team any. No, not you at need all. to learn the elements. So Dak Prescott goes into Foxborough, where <laughs> it's a whole different animal. And I said this last week. Everybody was riding the Cowboys. Foxborough's not where you go to win. It's where you go no. to you go there and you expect to at least try and stay in the game, but you don't expect to come out with a win usually because it's tough. The crowd is nasty. The atmosphere. It's straight championships, dude. You walk out there, there's six fucking banners hanging all from the last 20 years. Yeah. you're That's intimidation. You're like, fuck, these guys are still doing it. Yeah. You know? So when you go out there, you can't go out there going, yeah, we're going to fuck these guys up. It's, we need to play sound football. You need to come up on the kickoff when it's short six times. You need to play good defense. And I, I think they sacked Brady once. You have Demarcus Lawrence and Robert Quinn, and you sack them once. They had a couple chances where they should have got him. He dropped the ball because it was wet. Brady's IQ for a football is ridiculous. I watched him just grab it off the one bounce. Other quarterbacks would have fell and fucking fumbled it or something. He, boom, got it. Got the throw off. Um, Edelman had an amazing diving catch towards the end of the game. Um, they brought in Landon Roberts, the middle linebacker, in his fullback. He blocked for Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle had 80-some <laughs> yards. Zeke had a good game. Zeke had, what, 86 yards? Just no touchdowns. Right. They didn't even score an offensive touchdown. Dak Prescott had a pick. I I don't know, man. It was tough because you cannot 
I don't know. It was bad coaching. There was a lot of bad coaching there. Bad play calling. I mean, I, I mean, it was a wet, sloppy game, but it was, it was definitely some bad, bad, bad play coaching. calls. And then bad, Dallas. bad flags. They got they were on the ass end of some seriously debatable, horrible calls. The tripping call was bad. Yeah, the tripping call was terrible. It was bad. But who's to say it, they would have even scored on that drive? It's the tripping call is just as bad as those hands to the face that screwed the Lions against the Packers. Thank you, thank you. But you know, when it happens to your team, obviously, I would do it if it happened to the Patriots. If it happens to your team, you're going to be vocal. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, fuck. But nonetheless, who's to say they would have even scored on that drive? Because they had multiple chances to score and they couldn't do it. Right. So um, let's move forward. A very surprising game. This makes you happy as a Lions fan. The Packers got absolutely embarrassed on the on the oh, limelight, bro. 49ers came out and just smacked them. Jimmy Garoppolo, he actually had a good game. George Kittle helped me whoop some ass in fantasy football. <laughs> I mean, dude, welcome back, Kittle. Welcome back, Garoppolo. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, 104 yards. 104. 104. 104. Did you know? Yeah. Those 104 yards. Yep. The fewest by a quarterback with 20 or more completions in a game really? since 1950. Really? Yeah. Like, that is, that's just fucking nuts. Yeah. You have a Hall of Fame quarterback that. Only has 104 yards when he, when he attempts at least 20 passes. Oh my god! I mean, coming. Wow. Hey, um, can I can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah. We just had some breaking news come out of Twitter, man. Um, the NCAA just upheld Mizzou's uh, postseason ban in football. Yeah, they're both they're baseball bowl, bowl and band. softball. Yep. Just just this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll get on that topic. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, guys. That was actually some breaking news that came in. Uh, go ahead and continue on with your. Your uh, Packers, Aaron Rodgers hate because I love and it. I, I mean, I hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Coming into the season, you know, at the beginning of the season when they started out hot, we were like, you know, they haven't the Forty ers They haven't played anybody. Let's just played people. L- let's just sit on it. Yep. Yep. They've yep. played people, and they have put any doubters to shame. Fuck yeah! That just like the Ravens. That defense, especially their defensive front seven. Yeah. Are absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. I'm not going to say he's a great quarterback. He's not. He, he's a good quarterback. He makes questionable throws. But he but he's able to break down a defense. Yeah. It was what you need as a as A, it, a as lot a of that ties back into his New England days. Yeah. You know, learning behind some of those quarterbacks and studying with Josh McDaniels. Yeah. It, it, Bill Belichick, they teach you, hey, man, look, when you see this, it's this. When you see that, it's mm-hmm. that, you know. Yep. And so um, I think the Packers are in trouble. I, they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to go very far in them. There's too many good teams in the NFC right now that yeah. can beat them. The, N- the NFC is definitely loaded. Loaded. AFC's loaded too, though. Now the AFC has some good fucking teams and young teams. Yeah. So speaking, I of, mean, if you if you look at the NFC though, yeah, everybody in the NFC, whether it's division leaders or in the wild card, yeah, are at least eight and three. Almost, except for the a- Cowboys. Ex- I was going to say, except for the Cowboys, who are absolute dog shit. Yeah. But that's just because they're winning their division. Yeah, well, their division's ass. Yeah. You got the Cowboys. The Eagles. The Eagles, the Giants, Giants, and the Redskins. Yeah. That is the most ass division. Yeah. Everybody's like, the AFC East. I'm sorry. The AFC East has a 10-1 and in an 8-3 team. I was going to say, it's, kinda, it's almost like the, the, Assholes. the AFC East from the last few years. Few years. Not not recently, though. No. Cause, well, I mean, now they have two good teams instead of four. Well, even, well the Jets <laughs> are going to be good, I think, in the next coming years because – yeah. Think about the young quarterbacks that are in that division. Once once they kind of start building a team. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. The AFC East will make their rise, and the Patriots will probably fall, honestly. Yeah. Um, Ravens, Rams. This was a – The one, Rams. Oh, my God. Oh my God. They're they not had, making they, playoffs. One good year. They're not making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. <laughs> no. 
They're they're done. No, no. I, um, like we were talking about earlier and uh, early or honestly before we even started, kind of just threw something out at you. Just kind of jumped out at me. Yeah. When I was watching the game, at halftime, the the Rams had 113 yards. Okay. No touchdowns, right? Yeah. Uh, they had 113 yards. At halftime, Lamar Jackson himself had 167 total yards with three touchdowns at halftime. He threw five. He one man was outgaining that entire, the entire Rams offense. It's and I know he threw five because he I had him on fantasy and I still lost because my fucking receivers are absolute. Shit, I got I got lucky because the person I played didn't play a flex. <laughs> they forgot to put a flex player and so I won. Um I got really lucky. Actually that and I had three receivers go over thirty points. So yeah. I got really lucky. Um the Ravens I, we're not gonna stay on it too long because we talk about the, we sing the same tune every week. I'm sick and tired of singing it because it's one of those teams. He's he's a Patriots fan, as you can tell. It's not just that. It's just we're gonna <laughs> sing this tune. He doesn't. He doesn't want to talk about the team that's gonna beat. Oh, the dude, Patriots they they are least. gonna beat the fucking Patriots. I, they keep playing like <laughs> they, this. They already. They already have. Yeah. No, they're gonna do worse, <laughs> man. This is getting nasty. Um, I did not. You said fuck it. You know, fuck sportsmanship type deal. I wasn't pleased with seeing the Ravens fourth quarter. What five minutes left? Fourth down, and they threw the ball on fourth down and went for it. I feel like that's just kind okay, put, of put the shitty. nail in the coffin. There's no sportsmanship. It's the NFL. Yeah. If you if you can't beat me, shut the fuck up and go home. I guess. I guess. I mean, it's it's the NFL. You know what? I'd be singing a different tune if it was the Patriots. Yeah. So for sure. I'm not, I'm not gonna sit for there sure. and like you know make an excuse or nothing. I just me personally, I was watching the game and I was annoyed. I was like, God damn it! You're already beating the fuckers. Come on. Um, <laughs> I want to stay on that game also. I, I kind of just want to. L- I'm just looking at something on the computer. Oh, great! I think ESPN. I think ESPN kind of fucks something up. They always fuck something up. The, they have on there as a top performer, Jared Goff, 212 yards. Two they do it total yards. They don't do it off of actual performance. Well, they need to get somebody on that because they need to look at the actual performance. ESPN. If anybody that <laughs> listens to this podcast, if you if if you know somebody over there, tell them to get their fucking shit together. This is stupid. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I want to touch on a topic real quick that um kind of it veers off of that yeah that game, Jason Peters or Marcus Peters. I said Jason Peters, whole different player. Marcus Peters and um Jalen Ramsey, the newest Ram and the newest Raven. Yeah, got into it after the game. Jalen Ramsey had some choice words. I don't like Jalen Ramsey. No, like I said earlier, he's kind of tired of he's reading like a, about. He's him. like a cancer. He is. He's, uh, what Why I, are they what did I call him? Money? I called him what a slow growing cancer. Yeah, 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 yeah for it, sure. It, He's like, you got he, your ass kicked. He, Get he's, over it. He's a hard-headed. He's a hard-headed guy, and he has something to say about everybody. He thinks he's the best. I mean, he's he he's good. He's not he's the good, best. But he's Stephon not the Gilmer, best. number twenty-four. That's the best in the league right now. Until For you sure. can do what he's doing, you don't get to say I'm the best. And and coming into the season, everybody had Darius Slay from the Lions up there. Darius Slay is up there. He. he this season, he's played like absolute trash. I think I want to say it's a contract year this year for him, though. It is, and I think he wants out. I think I, that's why yeah. he's doing it. Yeah, I don't know if they'll he's let a little him go. sourpuss about the Quandre Diggs trade. Ever since that trade, his numbers slumped really bad. Yeah, um, I think he's not caring. Mean, the Lions kind of did it to better themselves in the long run. You have because to. they were what six deep yeah. at DB and safety. They didn't expect the injuries. I, I think, like six or seven deep at DB and safety. They needed to open up roster spots for sure for some running backs. I agreed with the the move. Yeah, I agreed one hundred percent. It's and a then, business. And then the injuries. Hit. I mean, the defense has been terrible, anyways. Oh, yeah. So I don't think trading away their number three safety would have done anything. 
And like I said, he was the number three safety, no. and I want to thank you. I want to say he was like the number two. Nickel. Now, if they would have traded Coleman away, then they would have had a gripe. Okay, you trade yeah. away a young, good talent, then you're stupid. Yeah, but they traded away Quandre Diggs. He's been around for years. He's he's. I mean, not years. The, but this, he's, this this was his final year in this contract. Yeah. Anyways, they weren't going to bring him back. Yeah. Why not get a draft pick? Exactly. Or two for him? Exactly. It's a business. At the end of the day, you have to do what's right for the organization. Yes. And that was and what was what's right. right by the organization as Martha Ford needs to sell the team. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. granted, she kind of put her foot down last year, but we kind of see where it went now. Yeah. It hasn't done anything. She needs to sell the team, or at least it doesn't look like Bob Quinn is actually doing anything like he, like they thought she was gonna he was going to do. So what, what do you think about Jerry Jones, man? He's not very happy with his organization right now. I can see why. Uh, he's saying, you know, they need to just kind of revisit everything. Um, you think Jason Garrett's done if they don't do good this year at the end of the, by the end of the year? He he like has this hold on Jason. I don't know what it is. He loves know. Jason. Him and Jason Garrett, and I don't know. I think he's jerking him. It's, something needs to be done. <laughs> it's stupid, dude. <laughs> so I mean, they've had their terrible seasons where he's kept him. I mean, he's yeah kept him. In, I, I don't want to say he's a terrible coach, but they've had a an okay team. Yeah, for sure. They for haven't sure. had like a Detroit Lions team for sure. Um, I'm not gonna go over the rankings too in depth. I I just I'm gonna go off of something that I know off the top of my head. You have the over in the uh, West. You have the Packers. The or I'm sorry. Let's go one through three. The Niners, Packers, and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Who, who's your favorite there at the end of the year to take the one spot out of the NFC? The Niners. Niners. Okay, you think they're gonna hold tight? Yeah, I think so. I I think the Niners are the team to beat for sure. They I play mean, the Ravens. They, they've next already week. shown. They play the Ravens. No, no, that doesn't matter. In two I, weeks, I'm sorry. It's kind of hard to say who will come out of that game because, I mean, they're both great. You have a great running offense versus a great I, front seven I defense. think that front seven is going to be the one team that can kind of show everybody a blueprint of, okay, this is what you have to do. If they can take away Lamar Jackson's legs, yes, they could win the game. If you if, make if Lamar the, throw it deep in the pocket, I know he's good in the pocket still. He has great numbers in the pocket. Most touchdowns by any quarterback this year in the pocket. But... If they're able to contain him, yes. it turns into a one-dimension offense. Yes, and then you can kind of expose them, especially yeah. if you have a good back end. If yeah. your back end's good, you don't have very top-end receivers that you have to hang with. You have I mean, to worry it, about it's, Mark It's kind of like Detroit the last, not this year, of course, but the last two years when they've played Green Bay. What was their goal? Contain Aaron Rodgers. Yes, and they, they did They contained Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and they won. Oh, yeah. It, it's awesome. When you can figure it out, somebody's going to figure it out. Lamar Jackson isn't going to run rampant forever. No. Look at Patrick Mahomes. He ran rapid last year, but he got into the playoffs where it's way tougher to win, way different atmosphere, and he got beat. Yep. And then now this year, people know how to beat him. They know what they have to do to beat Patrick Mahomes' offense. And so and, I mean, it's going to happen. They, they were kind of hot before Mahomes got hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in their defense, they were yeah. pretty hot before Mahomes got hurt. They had lost, but and they now had it lost seems two like, out of three that, that stretch. And it's it almost seems like... They've kind of been on a slid since then. Yeah. I, I don't. Th- I don't think he's fully healthy, and I don't think they're trying to push him very yeah. hard. I can. I can see that. Um, I man, I really. And then over in the AFC, it's a lot. It's a lot closer. Almost, it's a one game slip for everybody. Um, the Patriots are going to be ten and one. Obviously, um, they being Cowboys over the weekend. Number one, number yep. two is Baltimore. They're coming in at nine and two, and then right behind them is Buffalo at eight and three. Mm-hmm. Uh. Buffalo, I can see taking the number two spot if the Ravens lose against the 49ers. I don't think no. Buffalo. The only well, issue is I see Buffalo losing one more game and it's the Patriots. I think they're because they got to go to Foxborough. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard to beat them there. Mm-hmm. So I can see them losing the game. 
The Ravens, I, I don't see the Ravens. If the Ravens beat the 49ers off the bye, or it's not even off a bye. It's just if they beat them after this next week, the Ravens won't lose another game into the playoffs. I think they go 14-2. and two. I think the Patriots, if they beat the if they beat the Texans Sunday and they could somehow beat the Chiefs the next Sunday, mm-hmm. they also don't lose another game. I think they go into the playoffs 15-1. and one. That's how I think your 1-2 and two are going to stack up. Okay. I don't know what you think. I mean... Well, Patriots defense is tough. That's the issue is that defense wins championships. That's how it's always been. (laughs) You've got a Ravens team that's showing you, I don't know, buddy. Offense can do it too. So, and I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to say. It's going to be different though with them. If they have to play the Patriots in the AFC championship game and the Patriots are number one, they got to go to Foxborough where when they beat the Patriots, they were in Baltimore. Home field advantage is huge difference, especially in in the playoffs. It could be a lot closer than a 30-20 to 20 game. If the Patriots lose, I call it a three-point game. If yeah. the Patriots win, I call it a three-point game. I don't. Nobody's going to get blown out. Right. So I I think the NFL is going to shape out to be a good, good season. We're actually going to dig more into it, I think, probably you know later on um, down the road after the holidays and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, the NFL's kind of died out right now. We're, we're just kind of getting into the race of the playoffs. Teams are kind of finding themselves. Other teams are figuring out that the Ravens are just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it, it's fun. It's been a good season so far. So what I want to do now, guys, is we kind of have a special thing planned today for the college football segment. David's kind of going to take over. I'm going to be right here. Uh, we're going to talk. It's just like normal, guys, but we're doing it last because this is huge. Um, we got the OSU U of M game coming up. We're going to kind of talk history of that game, talk about the game, talk about things that are going to be happening at this game, um, expectations of this game. And then probably some other things from over the weekend and then maybe even coming up this weekend. You have a lot of rivalries. It's the end of the year. Yeah, it's rival, uh, rivalry week. So, mouthful. yeah, it's a mouthful. It is. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this part of the show brings. So let's um, let's get into it, David. I'm going to let you take over, man. All right, yeah. So um, I'm actually going to kind of just start off on some news and some recap from last week. Woo! So That's my um, favorite. News and recap. <laughs> um, so... Something kind of crazy happened. Harvard played Yale. Oh, shit. You're going to do this. Okay, we're leading <laughs> off with the big stuff, guys. Here we go. Harvard played Yale last week. Yep. Halftime. As the players are coming back out to warm everything up. Hell no. We won't go. Hell no. The students at the game decided that they were going to rush the field, sit on the field, and protest climate change right in the middle of the game. Which is... It delayed the game. I want to say it was like 40 or 50 minutes. Hour and a half. It was an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah. After everything. Yeah. I mean, after everything, they put they got the players off the field, yeah. had yep. to settle everything. Police had to come out. <coughs> um, they set their protest to climate change. Absolutely wrong place to do it. Wrong time. Th- it's an, this is an Ivy League game that's not being televised anywhere but at your fucking dorms. Yep. And the worst part. Come on now. The worst part is you're taking away from people that paid to watch this game. These students are just out there to play their game, do their thing. Yeah. It's just the wrong place and wrong time. Yeah. Wrong fucking choice, people. Don't do it. And I, I, Oops, I, that was loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually watching like a replay of when they first came out. There was a, a fucking like news reporter, journalist, photographer, whatever the fuck he was. 
decided to run out and try to get pictures of the of the uh, students. Uh-huh. He almost got blasted in the face by a fucking field goal kicker. Of course. Like he he decided he was gonna People run right stupid. in front of the fucking field goal kicker as he was trying to kick field goals. People are so. And then you know what? He would have sued the school. Your field goal <laughs> kicker kicked hilarious. me in the face when I was illegally going onto the field. Because you know it's against the law. You yeah. can go to jail for that. It's trespassing. Yeah. It, that's why streakers go to jail. That's why people that do that go to jail. It's mm-hmm. illegal. Yeah. You're stupid. I mean, it's our free speech. Dude, I'm all about that. It's it's trespassing. Do it outside the fucking stadium. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, people are drunk. They just take them to the drunk tank. The what do you stadium, do with those people? The stadiums don't do anything. Um, They probably gave them some warnings and shit. I don't think I don't know if they even took anybody to jail. I don't think they did. They just escorted them off. Yeah, they kind of just kicked them out of the game. I do want to say, though, the... um. The fans got a their money's worth though. Yeah, the game it did end up going into overtime. Really, Gail ended up pulling it out. We 50, need more halftime protests. Yeah. Wait, what was the score? Fifty to forty-three. Gail won. Those two teams put up fifty and forty-three points. Yeah, those are some trash-ass defenses. I mean, it's Yale and Harvard. Why are you such a dick? They're not. Be nice. They're not as cool to play fucking. Be football. nice. Just be nice. <laughs> Jesus. Um, God. I know. Fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Threatening um, to leave the show, talking <laughs> shit about Yale. I'll take your viewers with me. Yeah, you know what? Let's stop the show, guys. <laughs> wow. Right. Um, I know Um, we all know about Tua going down with that injury, right? Yeah. You want my sponsors too, asshole? <laughs> um, Tua went down with that ankle injury, or the hip injury, I'm sorry. The yeah, hip. yep. He went down with that ankle injury earlier. Um. And last last week I talked about him having that insurance, where like the loss of value insurance. Oh, I know where you're getting it because I saw this headline and, and I almost texted you and I was like, "Nah, I'll wait for the show." He actually does not have that insurance. Dun 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 dun. There was a headline that came out saying that he did, but what it was is the college colleges have insurance for the players that if they have career-ending injuries, oh, they're able to like do the rehab, do the medicine, that kind of things get them better and um oh. they won't have to worry about the medical costs from those injuries and then i think i believe they can still advance like continue with their I education see, I, I, I see what you're saying um but they still lose out on all that money mm-hmm. and then what players can do is have this loss of value insurance that sometimes they have to pay for it yeah but the ncaa is okay with the colleges paying for the premiums okay okay but it looks like Tua and his family decided to decline <coughs> that insurance. I wonder why. Uh, I think. Fuck it, big brother can't do it. Little brother will do it. <laughs> <laughs> there's been so many times in the past where the players have, like, they've gotten that insurance, yeah. put money for it, and it hasn't helped them any. I wonder if it's expensive. It is. Okay. I know it's expensive. That, I mean, that, you, I that, mean that, you're talking what, about million dollars, millions yeah. of dollars in change in that, that's draft what, position. That's all I'm thinking right now. It's like, okay, it's probably out of their price range. And they're like, is it really worth it, man? You know, fuck it, dude. Take a third and round hit. You'll still know, make a million bucks. I want to say Alabama is one of those schools that pays for that premium. Oh, okay. But the family decided they didn't want it anyways. And here we are. 100 bucks says they got it on their brother. I don't know. They're like, fuck. I do want to touch on Tua's little brother, though. Oh, great. We're going to talk about mini Tua. Tulua. Tulua. Is that his name? Yeah. What the fuck? Tua and Tulua. Are they? They're Hawaiian? They're Hawaiian. They are? Yeah. I wonder wonder if they they got another brother named, like, um, (laughs) Tampon or something. I don't know. (laughs) I know um, when Tua 
got accepted to Alabama, uh-huh. the whole family up and moved to Alabama so they could be there and support him. There's Hawaiians in Alabama. Yeah. God, dude, that's got to be a culture <laughs> shock. Like a motherfucker. Like, nothing to get. I love Hawaiian people. They're awesome. I got a buddy. His name's Jericho. He lives down in uh, Honolulu. But and I don't like the Alabama people. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> Alabama. Like, could you imagine that? Could you imagine that culture shock, though? You People in Hawaii are very, very, very traditional. They come here, and down there, bro, you got Betty Lou and Bobby Sue doing the weirdo thingy <laughs> in the back of the truck, and next thing you know, you find out they're brother and sister, and fucking Alabama, dude. Um, uh, no offense to any <laughs> Alabama people, but y'all got some bad reputation down there. <laughs> y'all need to yell at them cousins and tell them to stop, because we're hearing about it. Fuck. Um, I know I had talked about um when Tua first went down. I believe it was his ankle with his ankle injury. Yeah, he's had um, a couple his, injuries. His little brother, I was I was saying his little brother was backup. His little brother's actually was third on the depth chart. So, so how did he he's get the backup two? now? Why did he just beat it out for the backup? Like was it a position battle thing or did the other backup? No, the other backup is up is starting now because Tua was down with that injury. Okay, so now he's the backup. So, so now, but his brother Tula, played in the last game. Tula, right? His brother played in the last game. It was his first college game. Was that just because of shits and giggles? Yeah, they were up there. Fuck, they played what Western Carolina or something like that. It was it was oh, FCS week. Oh, I forgot. Week. We're in the we're in that part of the schedule where Alabama gets the free ride to the playoffs. There, That's right. There were five SEC teams that played FCS schools. If you can't tell, week. I got a sour spot for Bama. <laughs> um, I do want to say. Tula threw his first career touchdown pass last game. I mean, they were already up, fuck, like, 50 to nothing. Yeah. And he yep. came in. He threw his first touchdown pass. I mean, huge accomplishment for he's a, now he's a third-string quarterback. I want to say he's a freshman. Is he? I think so. Oh, shit, dude. My but, voice just went so fucking high there. <laughs> um, kind of like a, a sad but kind of bittersweet some, some news out of Youngstown State. Their quarterback, their starting quarterback, he's a senior this year, went down with season-ending injury at the beginning of the season. What, what was the injury, do you know? Something with his ankle. Oh, okay. I'm not too sure. Okay. Um, But it was senior day last week at Youngstown State. They were uh, last play of the game. They brought him out to um, take a knee. Okay. To take the final snap of his senior year at home. Um, Like I said, he'd been out most of the season with like with an ankle injury they were up they were just did the victory formation but he hasn't able to actually walk on that ankle yet so um two of his uh linemen offensive linemen who are both seniors carried him out there like on their shoulders to take that final snap he took the snap took a knee and was held back off the field by them it's amazing it's 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 amazing he's done for the season senior day and they do they do something like that and, for him, and, so was, that was great. And guys, we would never ever wish any kind of season-ending injury on anybody, no matter who they play for, what you know, what team they're with, or who they are. So it's pretty cool to see a player come back and be able to take his final knee. You know, yeah. what would have been his final game there at the at that stadium. Right. So yeah, that's pretty great. cool. Like I said, but kind of bittersweet. Yeah. No, I I agree. That's that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um. Kind of some just some stat news coming out last week. Okay, yeah. Um, I know we're talking about Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin, the running back. Kind of how he was in. The, I like kind, him. Kind of like the Heisman talk for a while. I think he's still kind of up there. I love jo- Jonathan Taylor. He he's a good hard running back. He's not as good as Hubbard, but he's yeah. good. Um, last week I said what he's number one on the list for uh junior, um junior rushing yards. Yes. The junior yes, season. Yes. Um, he actually set an FBS record last week for his twelfth two hundred yard game. I think that dude sets a new record every week. Yeah, it was 
he was tied at 11 coming into this end of the week, and I think he rushed for one or two. Who'd he beat out, Reggie? I don't even know. There Reggie like, Bush is up there. there. There were like three other players, three or four other players with 11 touchdowns. But then Reggie Bush sells stuff that he shouldn't sell to yeah. people. So Yeah, and then decides to try and push the quarterback in for a touchdown and yeah. cause the team the game. Yeah. yeah. But Reg- which, which is now legal. You can push. Oh, really? Then you couldn't. Oh. So they changed the rule. I, I like Reggie. Yeah, I like Reggie, too. He's I thought player. he was great. I thought he was amazing. Remember when he got fucking annihilated, though, against the Eagles? They threw a, out, a little out pass to him, and he wasn't looking. He turned around. <laughs> Goodbye, head. He, he tried to stand up, fell right oh, back down. Oh, his fucking head fell off. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny. If you guys don't get a chance, go type in... Um, Oh man, it's the Ravens versus Dolphins. It's a funny but, uh, commentary. I think his name is like Bob Manner. Yeah, like that. something. And he does a funny commentary. Does, funny, and, does this funny shit all the time? Oh uh, man, Flacco gets annihilated by uh, Alonzo, and he goes, "Oh, his fucking head came off!" And he, <laughs> oh no, it's the football. It's, it's funny shit, guys. Go give that a look. It's on YouTube. Uh, don't tell him we sent you though. <laughs> oh no, do tell him that way we can get some more listeners. Yeah, tell him. <laughs> fuck, tell him. Say I heard this on the podcast. Oh my god. Um. Sorry, I know you guys don't sound like that. Maybe a couple of you. Amato, I know you listen to this, dude. Do you sound like that? <laughs> name dropping. Oh, shit. Um, I name dropped. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. I'm not editing that out. Um. So you know how uh, coming, kind of coming into the season, there were some high hopes for USC. Yeah. I just should check the bike. My bad. <laughs> um, USC had some high hopes. Had they were inj- actually picked to possibly go to playoff. Yeah. Had some injuries at quarterback kind of set him back for a little while yeah yep they have a true freshman quarterback starting right now true freshman what does it mean Keaton Can you Slovis. Explain that? so um true freshman means you're actually a freshman starting whereas a redshirt freshman is actually a sophomore oh okay that makes more sense right. so so they didn't play their freshman year yeah yep. so they have like you have your true freshman year yep if you play as a freshman you don't get redshirted then you have your sophomore junior senior year when you get whereas, redshirted you get an extra year don't right, you yep you get that extra year so you you have your red shirt. You have your freshman year. Yep. Then you're a red shirt freshman, red shirt sophomore, oh, red shirt cool. junior, red shirt senior. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yep. And then, actually, no. No. I, I don't know where I was going with that. He doesn't. <laughs> We're just going to continue. USC. They have a true freshman quarterback. Uh, the true freshman quarterback is he was actually the first quarterback in USC history mm-hmm. to surpass 500 passing yards in a game. Move over, Matt Leinart. I think Matt Barkley was was the previous record holder. Like Barkley, huh? Yeah, um, at like four ninety two or something like that. USC's always had pretty good quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah, so he now leads USC in quarterback passing yards in a single se- in a single game hmm. with five. I think it was five hundred and fifteen total no passing shit. yards. No shit. As a true freshman. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Should we name drop some more? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I think All we're doing I, enough name dropping. I, just naming some I, of these I mean, players. I can. I can. I can do some heavy name dropping right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, guys, it, I, I'm excited to see you got a lot more. Um, yeah, this is there's a lot, yeah, a lot going sure. on. Um, last thing on the news that I kind of wanted to touch on. There's more. You you know how uh, LSU Joe Burrow the quarterback setting records like crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I lo- I love one, it. one of the favorites for the Heisman. Yeah, for sure. As a team, this is the first team in LSU history to have a 4,000 yard passer, a 1,000 yard rusher. And two 1,000-yard receiving players in a single season. Baltimore Ravens of fucking college football. Yeah. Definitely definitely a high-powered offense. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's ridiculous. 
That's 7,000 yards worth of offense well, between four players. I, I don't want to say 7,000 total because you have the two that have that are rec- receivers catching yeah. the quarterback passing yards. Yeah. But, I mean, to have two 1,000-yard receivers and a 1,000-yard rusher on a team is crazy. But still, realistically. And then having a 4,000-yard passer. Yeah. Is even better. I mean, still though, on the piece of paper that's going to be handed out right now, it says you got four players that have seven thousand total yards accumulated between them. Yeah, I mean, that's just nuts. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Your your offense literally has four players. That doesn't account for your tight end, your other running backs that come in every once in a while, yep. your other wide receivers. That's cr- oh my god, <laughs> LSU, Jesus <laughs> Christ, they're going to college football playoffs. Yeah, for sure, it'll be them. I don't think Ohio State's going to do it. They're gonna lose this weekend. We're gonna talk about that too. Um, some crazy upsets. Well, kind of just there was one really big crazy upset. one one big upset. This Huge week. Arizona State. Yeah, you know we had talked about them in the past. They're pretty good. They played number six Oregon. Oregon's good too. Yeah, Oregon was ranked number six. Yeah, Arizona State beat them. What's the score? Oh, I gotta make a thing. Oh man, I hit him with the question. <laughs> wasn't written down. That was the only thing I didn't write down. Write down. Oh, twenty-eight thirty-one. Oh wow, it was a close game. Twenty I mean unranked Arizona State, number six Oregon, who was actually um people were thinking they were going to actually go make a run for the college football playoff. Jokes on them. Yeah. Twenty eight thirty one they fall. Oregon Oregon hasn't been good since Mariota. Well, they've been decent. But I mean they play in the Pac twelve. I'm not gonna call them decent. <laughs> they play in the Pac twelve and, and they just got beat by Arizona State. With with a f- true freshman quarterback. Arizona State's got a stud at quarterback. Though. Yeah, we had talked about him before. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Jaden Daniels. Yep. He went 22-32, 408 yards. Jeez. He's and, a stud, dude. And three touchdowns. He's a stud. Absolute stud. Yeah. He lit it up against State when we went to that game. He's a stud. Yeah. He's an absolute n- nightmare for defenses. Yeah. And Arizona State's got a decent offense, too. So Yeah. They kind of keep that keep keep that rolling. It's, it's crazy. Uh, another upset, Navy over... Over number twenty five SMU. N- N- Was Navy, Navy ranked? No, Navy wasn't ranked. Weren't they good? Navy's decent. They only had two losses. I want to. I want to say they were ranked. Yeah, they only had two at losses one, at one point in the season. I think they were like number twenty three or something like that. I think they lost and they fell. Mm, that happens. But I mean, they beat number twenty five SMU. SMU's decent too. Yeah, never used to be. No. Who is that? What, what, what is that? Southern Miss. Southern Methodist. Methodist. Southern Miss is that little fucking bird, SMU the little right, S O U M or whatever. I know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know. Fuck it. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Um, something big though. Huge. You had. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. It's fucking big. Huge. Huge. All right, Trump. Wow. <laughs> We're um, gonna find Al Qaeda. <laughs> Sorry, that was Bush. Um, you know. We had two crosstown rivals down in Florida playing. You had Miami uh-huh. playing at Florida International. That's a fucking rival? No, not a rivalry. It, well, they're kind of like crosstown rivals. They're in the same city. Oh, okay. They're, they're both in Miami. Miami Miami lost to Florida International University, FIU, 30-24. to 24. The, I think Michigan State lost to them when you're due. The University of Miami lost to Florida. No, they lost. You can't put the in front of it. <laughs> it's University of Miami. I can't right now. put the in front of Ohio State though. So oh. I'll, I'll put the University that, of Miami. Is that, is that a segue into what we're about to talk about? Not yet. Okay. I'll save that for last. I'll say that was kind of we'll, we'll be on that for a minute. Fuck. But after after this weekend there were some uh big ten or some uh championship series set. 
Oh, so, oh, sweet. I want to hear that. Um, Big 12. Yep. You got Baylor and Oklahoma. They're going to be fighting out for the Big 10. Sooners are going to win that Championship one. weekend. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma's defense has actually really stepped it up in the last few weeks. The last three weeks, they have won it for the for the team. Oh, okay. So um, I want to say all three weeks have been interceptions on the final drive. No shit. It's impressive. Yeah, at, le- at least two of them were interceptions on the final drive, and I think one of them was either a fumble or a interception. That, that's impressive. But, yeah, the defense has actually saved them in the final drives. The teams have been driving interceptions. Let me tell you why Oklahoma's going to win. One, there's one reason. One. Number two, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I can see it. He's he's ridiculous. But, I mean, Big 12 doesn't have any defense anyway. <sighs> I mean, I'm, I'm talking You're about right. the defense has, right. defense has saved them in the last three games. You said it's Baylor? Yeah, Baylor. Baylor might give them a run for their money. Yeah. They're a decent team. They've always been decent. Yeah. And, I mean, um, like I said, <clears throat> um, Baylor has been good. I think they only have one loss this year. Yeah. I think I think Baylor only has one loss. Yeah. They're good. And I, like I said, defense won them the games. Yeah. The final drives, but Big 12 defenses aren't any good. No. I mean, it was like the the points were in like the 40s each oh, game. No shit. So it's not, like, it's not like the defense stopped them yeah. all the time. It was the defense came you up with a big play. You can't give up 40 fucking points and win a championship. No. I'm sorry. No. It's just not going to happen. Ask Michigan State. They lost 40-something to like zero a couple, week, a couple years ago against uh, Alabama. Yeah. You can't get 40 points in the playoffs <laughs> and win a championship. Sorry. Um, SEC championship game is set. Yeah, who's that? Go ahead and take a pick. LSU. Alabama. Nope. <laughs> Who is it? Georgia and LSU. Why isn't it Alabama? Alabama lost to LSU. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tough titties. Yep. yep. So, wait, Bama's out of the running for a playoff spot then. No, they're still in the running. How? Because Georgia's number four. Oh, fuck Georgia. And Alabama's number five. Georgia better lose. But like I said, the col- the, the rankings come out tonight. Okay. So, we'll kind of see where everything goes. Oh, all right. So, cool. Cool. Um, And then the Big Ten is half set. Half. Big Ten. Got Ohio a, State. Ohio State. And then this weekend is Minnesota-Wisconsin. The winner of that game will be the Big Ten West champion. It's going to be Wisconsin. Yeah, I think it'll be Wisconsin. Yeah. Ohio State will beat them, though. Yeah. <laughs> is that the segue? <laughs> uh, not quite. No. Not quite. Uh-oh. He's got more, guys. Right. We are in trouble. He's thinking where where I left off. Well, I had to go to the next page. There we go. There it is. <laughs> Look at that list. All right. Where um, is that? I'll let you know. Well, first I'm gonna do the uh, what I like kind of college football playoff prediction rankings. Tonight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But, like yeah. I said, they come out tonight. What seven o'clock? Yep. I think college football it, it, no. rankings. Um, oh, that's when the show starts. It's seven thirty is when they release the first ranking. Yeah. So um, I think top four will remain unchanged: LSU, okay. Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia. Bama's going to hang around at five. But like I said, Oregon was ranked number six. They're They'll not gonna, drop. They're not going to be there anymore. No. Number six is going to be Utah. Okay. Seven, Oklahoma. Yep. Eight, Minnesota. Yep. Nine, Florida. Okay. And number 10, Penn State. I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good list. Yeah. Now, let me just say something. Michigan wins this weekend. I think they can crack the top ten. They're not going to make the playoff. But no, I think they, crack the top 10. they won't make playoffs. Um. I could see him cracking the top ten if they maybe if they number won. eight, nine, eight or nine. Yeah, it would be a good. Would be a good spot. Yeah, I'm excited for that game. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> and like I, I said, keep trying to jump us into it. I'm like, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> and like I said, this is rival rivalry week. It's up. a fun week. So we'll kind of just name off some rivalry. Oh yeah, rivalry I want to. I want to hear games. it. Um, you got Georgia, Georgia Tech, 
That's always a good game. Yeah. Um, you got the wishbone versus the the more traditional offense. So, yeah. Louisville at University of Kentucky. That's a good game too. You got the spread versus the more traditional again, the I formation. Florida State, Florida. Two spreads. That's going to be a good one. Then you got some more Florida teams. You got USF yeah. and UCF. Southern, University of Southern Florida, University of Southern Florida. And that's Florida. always a good game every year. Yeah. Every year, that one there is always a really I mean, good game. Even when UCF was ranked and was great. Yeah. What, USF two, used two, to give them. Two years ago? Yeah. Southern Florida gave them a run Southern for their Florida money. Southern Florida gave them a run Southern for Florida money. had a player come out. I don't know who it is. They had a quarterback come out, and everybody thought he was going to be top-notch. He didn't really do much, but. Yeah. Oh, I know. It was Central Florida, and it was Blake Bortles. Yeah. Who? Yeah, exactly. I just said he didn't do much. <laughs> he's still there, but he not doing a whole lot. He ain't nowhere. I think he's just sitting on waivers. Oh. I don't think he's on a team. No. That dude's ass. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, This big one, Texas Tech at Texas. I like that game. We've seen some big upsets yeah. from Texas Tech in the past. Yeah. Tex- Pat- Patty Mahomes beat Texas his senior year, I believe. And I I, I can still remember this to, the di- to this day, watching – an unranked Texas Tech team beat a Texas team that was favored to go to the national championship. Yes, yes. Michael Crabtree. Yeah. That that tiptoed on the sideline, yep. spin, missed tackle, touchdown that's, to seal the game. That's what made him the number one wide receiver pick in the next draft was really that game sealed it. Yeah. I mean, that that's going to be a good game. Texas is I don't I don't want to say they're garbage, but they're not very good. They're not DBU anymore, that's for goddamn sure. They're not flaming garbage, but they're garbage. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's a good one. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're not quite Michigan State, but if you're not careful, you're gonna get there. I mean, people were saying, Oh, Texas this, Texas that. They're lucky they were ranked even before yeah. last oh, week when for they sure. lost for when sure. they lost to Baylor. Yeah, we're probably offending an old friend of ours from Bridgeport. I won't say a name, <laughs> but he's a pretty big Texas fan, and he might um, not appreciate that take. But, I mean, they were lucky they were even ranked a couple weeks ago. Oh, for sure. People were saying, oh, Texas is back. No, they're really not. No. They're still, they're still no, not very good. No. No. This one I'm looking forward to, too. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. That's always a good game. <laughs> then, then, then you got some. Uh, Oklahoma State's got Chubba Hubbard, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a good player. Yeah. Like I said, that's going to be a good game for sure. Chubba Hubbard. Yeah. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> um, some big name schools. Well, some big name academic schools. Notre Dame at Stanford. Ooh. That'll be a good game. I got Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to win that. Oh, yeah. For sure. I got Notre Dame. Washington Washington State at Washington. Washington State. Yeah. Mike Leach still coaches over there at Washington State, doesn't Yes. He? That was Texas Tech's old coach. Yes. Yeah. Washington State's going to win that, that game. Time. Washington State's going to win that <laughs> Washington game. State will win that. Oregon State at Oregon. I got Oregon State because Oregon's going to be feeling that loss. Oregon's going to come out and win, though. You think so? Yeah, they'll bounce back. Fuck you. It's not going to help them any, but they'll bounce Fuck back. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Oregon's Pac-12. Pac-10. Pac-10. I said Pac-12. What the fuck? Pac-10. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Um, Another in-state rivalry. Arizona at Arizona State. Arizona State's going to win it. Arizona State will win by, is, um, by two scores. Old boy still coaching Arizona? Rich Rod? I don't know if Rich Rod is still at Arizona or not. I think he is. I don't know. He They're, took him. He had him like playing good football, too. Yeah, like, for Where a while. the fuck were you at Michigan, dickhead? He tried to change the offense too quick. Fucking asshole. Well, he was trying to run. Who was that other fat 
fuck. Oh, he pissed me off. Who was he? <laughs> well, you had Rich Rod. Then you had... um That big guy, dude. Oh, big shit. white dude. I can't think of his name. God, he used to piss me off. I used to, after they lose a game, go eat a bucket of KFC chicken and come back out there. Ah, <laughs> oh, you guys didn't do good enough. It's not my coaching, it's you. He, well, he, the, the reason that, that kind of like portrayed Michigan's downfall for a while uh, after Lloyd Card retired was because... They couldn't hire a coach. Well, they tried to change it from pro style to spread yeah. without a pro st- or without a spread style offense. Yeah. Without the quarterbacks and the speed receivers brought, They and brought stuff. in Robinson. Yeah, and, and they had a great, they had yeah, a, 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 they had a great quarterback. That was that, was that fucking coach. That. <laughs> they had a great quarterback, but they didn't have the like the offensive line God, that they would have needed. For that motherfucker's <laughs> name, it's gonna piss me off. Uh, he he used to irritate the hell out of me. I went to a Rich Rod game uh, that he was coaching though, yeah. and they had um, that one quarterback number five. Was it like Forte? Is that his name? Was his last name Forte? Can't remember. I don't think so. He was a stud though. He could throw and run. And um, Robinson was on the bench. He wasn't quite the starter yet. And I mean, it was it was a uh, it was a fun game to watch. It beat the piss out of Wisconsin. And I was front row at the big house. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I cannot remember that motherfucker's name to save my no, life. No, no, I'm I'm trying to find her right now. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Brady Hoke. Brady Hope. Brady Hope. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that, that fat <laughs> fuck. He pissed me off. Dude, everybody yeah. got excited about him, too. We're getting Brady Hope. I'm like, no, 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 no he's not good. <laughs> he, like, he wasn't good before. I don't know why you guys want him no. now. His style didn't fit Michigan. No. Rich Rod didn't fit Michigan. Then Jim Harbaugh comes around. Yeah. He fits Michigan. He played yeah. there. He knows what Lloyd Carr did. He's yeah, like, and they're running. They're definitely running a more professional offense right now. For sure. Not for spread. Sure. Not straight pro style. Just kind of like an actual NFL caliber offense. For sure. Um, Cal. Yep. At UCLA. That's gonna be a good game. I got Cal. UCLA. All right. We'll the see. Bruins. I'll be calling you from Boston. Like, Listen here, <laughs> motherfucker. Who was right? Mississippi at Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Mississippi State. That's the MS, the red. Yeah, yeah. no, they're good. Oh, yeah. yeah, I like them. Got the Iron Bowl. Listen to me. They're big red. They're, you know, they got the MS. <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> they got the Iron Bowl now. Yeah. Alabama at Auburn. Ooh. Well, I can see Auburn upsetting Alabama. I can see Auburn upsetting them, too. I mean, Auburn is ranked. I'm going to take Alabama, though. That defense is good. I'm really hoping Auburn wins. I'm going to take Alabama. Uh, I'm hoping Auburn wins because I really don't want to see Alabama in the, in the playoffs this year. Listen here, motherfucker. Just, <laughs> You're supposed to agree with. I'm just kidding. Just, yeah. Just just because they haven't played anybody good. I think I want to say this is their only their second ranked yes. opponent all year. It is. It is. Their I only other ranked opponent that. was LSU, and they lost. Fuck. They haven't played a they haven't played a God decent schedule, it. and they're still number fucking this five. Mo- this motherfucker's gonna make me jump on the bandwagon here. I, the, the more you talk, the more I want to be with you there because. I don't want to see Bama back there no, either. I don't want to see Bama there. It, they, they shouldn't even be number five. But the only thing is they could beat the living shit out of the players, yeah. out of the teams below them. Let's go. I, like Utah going to be sitting at number six. I won't cry if Auburn wins, but I just see Alabama winning. That's just and The only thing is is LSU and Georgia are going to play each other in the SEC championship yeah. game. And if one of them loses. Bama automatically gets in. No, they don't no. automatically get in. But I, I just can't see them for any reason of god putting alabama in over either one of those two teams fuck no that would just be absolutely stupid it would make it look like um the ncaa rides bama's dick 
Yeah. So, I mean, that would be dumb as hell. Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. You got any more, hey, wait, crack, hey, you got any more of those games? <laughs> yeah. And then um, the game of the week. Game of the week, and we all the know about game, it. game, Ohio State at Michigan. We This is a good segue into it, I believe, and I'm actually going to take over for five seconds. from Actually, actually, before we even start talking about this You game. are a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to talk about this uh, the Penn State-Ohio State game. Okay, you know what, motherfucker? You come in, you go, and the game of the week, <laughs> and then I'm like, yes, here it is. You know, I've tried to segue this three times, and then I, you're like, I, I gotta, I wait, gotta, I gotta catch wait, you wait, 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 <laughs> wait. I watched this game through and through. One of the few games that I actually sat there and actually watched the entire game. It was a great game. You want a cookie? Yeah, sure. Fucking yeah, go get me one. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> it, it was it wasn't too crazy, especially it was only it was fourteen nothing at halftime. Um. Ohio State was winning. Um, coming into the game, though. I just almost ruined <laughs> everybody's life. Keep going, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> the last three meetings between these two teams were decided by only five points total. Holy shit. 2016 was a three-point victory. Yeah. 2017 was one point. 2018 was one point. So what was this year? Get to it, motherfucker. <laughs> um, like I said, so um, it was 14 nothing at halftime. Ohio State was winning. Ohio State's good. That Chase goddamn Young. Yeah. Oh, and we'll talk about some Chase Young here in a little bit, too. See, I told you guys we weren't fucking getting into Michigan, Michigan <laughs> Ohio State yet. No, I was, I was, that, I that, that's, that's all going to be part of like the uh, intro into that game. Oh, for okay. Sure, for okay. sure. Like I said, oh, this was a big game. Coming into the coming into it because yeah. this was this was deciding for the, the the Big Ten East and we touched on this game really heavy the week before because yeah. we were very you know we said this could have a lot of implications of the college football for sure yeah for sure um, uh, playoff <laughs> it's a college football no <laughs> fucking shit <laughs> um, like I said fourteen nothing at halftime Ohio State was away uh, up they came out firing went out twenty one nothing pretty quick in the third Sean Clifford who was the starting quarterback for Penn State went down with an injury I love that fucking name dude big red dog <laughs> he went down with an injury. They brought in their backup quarterback, Will Levis. He led them down the field that very same drive to a touchdown. Yeah. 21-7. OSU fumbles the ball on the next drive, and then goes like the second play. Penn State got the ball back, scored another touchdown. They had two touchdowns in 25 seconds under their backup quarterback. No shit. It was 21-14. That's impressive. As a football team, is you can adapt to the guy that's behind center that quickly and score. Mm-hmm. That's impressive as a team. That means you guys are all very good at your job. Yep. And um, the very next possession, Ohio State had the ball again. Yep. They fumbled. Penn State wow, had the ball back. Fumbles. Sean Clifford was still out of the game while Levis was in. They had a spark. They were they had a light under them. They were like, all right, we could do this. And they were able to get an, they were able to get another field goal out of it. Okay. Brought it twenty one seventeen. Twenty one seventeen. Then with about two and a half ish minutes left in the fourth quarter, Ohio State had the ball. They were driving the field. It came down to a fourth and five. Like I said, this is in the fourth quarter. They were up twenty-one to seventeen at that point. Oh no, they were up twenty-eight to seventeen at this point. Get it right, David. They were up twenty-eight to seventeen. Jesus. They, <laughs> I'm just fucking with they you. They still man. had Justin Fields in the game. Like I said, fourth and five with two and a half minutes left. Yeah. They decided to go for it. They were like the um kind of like the plus ish plus minus territory where okay where you're like i don't know if i want to kick it right i really don't right. want to punt it right okay. exactly exactly um they dropped justin fields back on a pass yeah fourth and five 
rolls out of the pocket to his weak side, and he gets hurt. Ooh. Yeah. His ankle kind of twisted a little bit, kind of like... um. Is he going to be okay? I really haven't heard anything, like, injury report-wise, so uh-huh. I think he's okay. Okay. He um kind of came up limping it, limping oh. afterwards. All right. Um, they had to go over the the medical staff and stuff, helped him. Um, Fucking but crazy. why the... F- you're up nine points. Yeah. Why the fuck are you passing the ball with two and a half minutes left? I know it's fourth and five. Run the ball. Motherfucker. That's NFL. Motherfucker. Like <laughs> Mother, he already knows. I don't even have to say nothing. <laughs> but, I mean, you got your star quarterback. They, they have Their backup quarterback is absolute shit. Like yeah. if Justin Fields goes down, yeah, it's a whole different situation. Gone. A whole different situation. I was, I'm just fucking with him with yeah. the Ravens. Thing. It's a whole different situation. <laughs> but, These are college kids. They're not getting paid millions of dollars, right? Though. Not and, like if he gets hurt, he goes home and gets a paycheck. Exactly. So. And why the fuck were they passing the ball and not just running the ball, trying to possibly get the first down? Which I mean, J.K. Devins has yeah been great. He's amazing. One of the best and running backs in football. Right what? Now. Why not just try and get the first down? If yeah. you don't get it, oh well. But it's better than taking a sack. For sure. For sure. Quarterback getting hurt, other, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, you know? I agree. Or even just a short punt, like a pooch kick. Like Justin Fields could have just punted the ball over. Yeah. Them. Yeah. No, I 100% agree, man. Yeah. 100%. So, I mean, you could have ended your season on that. For sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> anything else you kind of want to touch on um, on that game? Or? No. That, I think that just kind of leads us into our our favorite topic. This game. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the game that's coming up Saturday. The yeah. game that has an impact since the day we were born here in Michigan. Yeah. Um, the game that you always hear about. The game that everybody talks about. No, you know, the end of the season, November. The game. It's, it is the game here in Michigan and in Ohio. It is what defines us as a rivalry. It yep. dates all the way back to the great Michigan-Ohio War, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it's, I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, guys, this I is mean, a, this is uh, it's all started back in what like uh, 18, 1897. 1897, guys. The game has annually been played since 1918. This game has been played at the end of the regular season since 1935. That is, with the exceptions of 1942 during World War II, um, 1986, and 1998, both due to the fact of uh, championship standings, the way that NCAA had been working that year. It was yeah. it was weird. Since 1918, the games. Um, has um, altered between being in Ohio and Michigan. So every other year it's played, you know what I mean? So yep. it's played Ohio, then Michigan, and Ohio, then Michigan. Even years played in Ohio, odd years played in yes. Michigan. Yes, yep. Um, guys, this I mean, this game has so much, so much history. Through 2010, Ohio State and Michigan have decided the Big Ten Conference Championship to themselves on 22 different occasions. D- this has affected the determination of the conference title. Not, and sen- it- not since. Not since twenty. No, through two thousand ten. Through it, and um, even since then, it's yeah. been done. It's done even more over the history of this game. It has the conference title has come down to this this game twenty seven times. So you know, twenty seven different times when this team, whoever won, mm-hmm. won the conference. Uh, guys, with that being said, the, these teams have met a hundred and fifteen different times. The all time series lead is by Michigan with a total of fifty eight wins to uh, Ohio State's fifty. Uh, the last meeting between these two was last November. Oh, I want to talk about Ohio State 62, <laughs> Michigan 39. Was it was a crazy game. Uh, I believe it was the last time Urban Meyer coached against Michigan. Yep. Um, Ohio State owns Michigan the last seven meetings. So, guys, with that being said, this kind of it just takes us into a very big discussion about Ohio State and Michigan. We kind of gave you guys the brush down the history. 
David, take it away, man. This is this All is right. you, dude. <laughs> so, um, just kind of getting touching on some on some stats here. Yeah. Ohio State points per game. They're averaging almost 50, 49 and a half points per game. Yep. While Michigan averaging thirty three and a half. Ohio State's. I mean, these two defenses. These two defenses are elite. Ten and a half points allowed for OSU. Sixteen, just over sixteen for Michigan. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yards per game, five hundred and thirty for Ohio State, yep. four hundred and two for Michigan. Yards allowed by Ohio State, only two seventeen, and then two sixty seven for Michigan. No. So, like shit. I said, both defenses are are elite. Yeah. No. Um. This I'm this excited. isn't a Big Twelve game where they're allowing. 580 yards and yeah they're getting 612 yeah no, no this is like guys this, this, this is football this, this game isn't, isn't gonna be like last year 62 to 39 this no. game's gonna be like uh 28 27 29 28 it's something stupid like yeah, that yeah it's not gonna be 62 39 yeah. and like earlier in the year people were kind of wishy-washy on the michigan offense oh yeah josh gaddis came in they weren't clicking um that offense just just wasn't hitting its stride then halftime at Penn State. Halftime happened. at Penn State happened, and since that Penn State loss, where they could have tied the game. Oh yeah. Ronnie Bell dropped a pass in his stomach. Yep. yep. I mean, I think you I, were I, here. I don't. I, I think don't you were here it. doing a show. I was on my way home. Yeah, from the show. From the show. When yeah, that is crazy. And, and he, uh, he dropped the ball. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Shit happens. Everybody that could have the tied the game. Yep. Uh, with I think less than a minute left in the game, yeah, they would have gone to overtime. And the way Michigan was playing, Michigan probably would have won. Won in, in overtime. overtime, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yep. And like I said, since that loss, Michigan has outscored opponents one hundred and sixty-six to forty-five. Holy fuck! Michigan's dangerous right now, dude. They're yeah. clicking. They're, They're clicking, clicking for sure. Their offense. Shea Patterson has she, been the Big Ten yeah. offensive player in the week two times in a row. Yeah. What he dropped four something on on state. And then he just dropped another four, didn't he? Yeah. Five. So, he had five touchdowns. Five touchdowns? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, I mean, against Michigan State, which is a rival, the rivalry game, that game, always it doesn't matter if the teams are the greatest yeah. or if the teams are the worst. Those two teams always play each other. Like, hard. They're number one and number two. Yeah. Yep. Hard. So, for them to come out on top as lopsided as, as that game was yes. just showed you how great this Even at the beginning of the game, right you can't you cannot lie. At the beginning of the game, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because Michigan State looked like they were going to come yeah. out and punch him in the mouth. And it's like... The defense was like, oh, shit, we actually have to play. And yeah. they actually played. Oh, dude, they played. <laughs> Michigan yeah. State kind of made my point clear that they are they don't belong in the conversation for much right, right now. No, not at all. They won last week. If they win this week against Maryland, they'll be both eligible. But uh, I, I do want to shoot something at you right now. Yeah. There's tickets for that game, Michigan at Maryland, uh-huh. going for a dollar. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Um, you sent me the picture. You said, <laughs> you said look at this shit, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, it's going for a dollar right now. Um, you know what's funny though? Redskins Lions game tickets this past weekend were five bucks. Yeah. So. I mean, who the hell wants to go to a game in DC though? Wow. No, everybody <laughs> wants to go across town to Baltimore. Yeah. So. <laughs> and um, Shea Patterson is the first quarterback in Michigan history. This is a school that the the winningest school in college football history. Yep. Yep. He's the first quarterback in Michigan history to throw for four or more touchdowns in consecutive games. Yep. 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 The first quarterback in Michigan history to fourth, throw for four or more touchdowns in consecutive games. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. The last two games, he's passed for 750 yards, nine touchdowns, and one interception. No shit. Yeah. Their turnover ratio in these last, what, these last four and a half games 
is like plus three. No where shit. where before I think they've had um one or two turnovers in these last four games, where before that they had fourteen. No shit. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this offense is finally clicking. Shea Patterson's leading the team. I think they finally dis- they finally figured out what kind of offense actually wins. Will, yeah. Will win for them. Yep. 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 Um. And um. I remember you. Uh, do you remember me talking about Zach Charbonnet, their yes. freshman running back, yes, yes. who I compared to Mike Hart? Yes. Yep. He is now third for the most rushing rushing yards by a Michigan freshman. And guys, I want to apologize if you hear a bunch of rustling and stuff. That was me. I was just trying to get something set up. Got a little surprise special thing for you guys planned, so I wanted to make sure we had it good to go. Uh, David, yeah. go ahead, man. Going back, touching on uh, Zach Charbonnet's. Uh, yeah. Like I said, third most rushing yards by a Michigan freshman. That's impressive. That's really impressive. Yeah, 589. Um, Number one, like I said, Mike Hart. He Mike came, Hart was a stud. Yeah, he came out as a, he was a true freshman. He was every down. Not like how it is now where they've they've been switching back and forth. Like there's like three three or four running backs that actually run the ball. He has like over twelve hundred yards or something like that as a freshman. No shit. Yeah. So I mean like like I said, he had a shit ton. Blue's trying to be on the show. <laughs> um number two was Ricky Powers. But he he had seven hundred and forty eight. Like I said, Zach Charbonnet is five hundred eighty nine. So I mean, if he has a hell of a game, puts up what 150 yards, yeah, 155 something like that yards, yeah, he could he could end up being number two. No on shit. Michigan running that, that's rushing. actually really impressive. Yeah. So if he has a big game, we, we might see him. But like I said, Michigan likes to kind of spread the spread the wealth around. Yeah. So there yep. isn't like one one person that has a, a shit ton of rushing yards. So. Yeah. No. Um, no, I agree. And then. I know we were touching on um, like um, Chase Young and that earlier in the show. I kind of want to go over some, yeah, some, some of the OSU stats. Okay. Um, so J.K. Davis, their stud running back, he's now number three on the Ohio State all-time rushing list. Um, who's do you know who was up there with him? Or? He he just passed Eddie George. Eddie the Eddie George. George. Never heard of him. <laughs> um, number two, the one only Zeke. Oh yeah, I forgot Zeke, he went Zeke there. Elliott. I forgot yep. Zeke was an asshole. Yeah. Um he's only fifty nine yards behind Zeke right now though. Oh he'll pass. So, so so he'll definitely be passing Zeke this game unless Michigan's able to shut him down. Which you never know. Shoulder but, insert shoulder shrug emoji, guys. <laughs> but you never know. He's like I said, he's only fifty nine yards. That's really not that much. And the number one is Archie Griffin. I don't think he'll touch Archie Griffin. I want to say he's a couple hundred yards back behind. But you never know. But like I said, he's number three. Man, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, and then Chase Young, who is probably going to be heavily favored at, to Heisman. win the Heisman. I think he might even start to he's be favored a, over Joe a, Burrow, especially after this last week that he just had. Yeah, he's a stud. You had some interesting stats that you read off to me when yeah. you got here. So, um, he's just now the single season uh, uh, Ohio State, the all-time Ohio State single season sack leader with sixteen yep. and a half. Wow, sixteen and a half sacks in a season. Just the last two games, which were spread out because he played week nine and yep. had the two week suspension. Plus, yep. I think Ohio State had a bye. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're so, right. Week nine versus Wisconsin and week thirteen versus Penn State, both good offenses. He had fifteen tackles, seven sacks, and forced four forced fumbles in just those two games alone. No shit. Yep. He's a stud. Yeah. Like I said, he's a stud. I hate to say this as a Michigan fan. Yeah. But I think that. 
he is going to actually win the Heisman. I think he's going to be a game changer. It's going to be between him and Joe Burrow. Kind of just depends on how the committee votes and whether they see an offensive superstar or a defensive well, superstar. Ohio State been pushing out them defensive ends. You got Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, um, Chase Young. Who else has come out of there that's just been absolutely lights out? Yeah, they just have it. They they've had great defenses the last few years, just okay. in general. So. Okay. You know what though? You know what I got to say to that? <laughs> that's who I think is gonna win. Yeah, that, uh, that that's what I, that's who I think is gonna win too. Don't worry, we'll get back to that again. So <laughs> that's that's who I think is gonna win. Yeah, I, I think Michigan, if their offense can continue to click. And their defense is able to shut down. Yeah, they will win the game for sure. But like I said last year, what hurt them was those short, shallow crossing routes because yep. all they did was play man. Yep. I don't think they played. I I think they might have played like three or four zone defenses, yes. defensive schemes, all season long. Yep. And Ohio State had seen that they were getting beat by those short, shallow crossing routes in the drags for sure. That's all they did all game long, and they were not able to stop them because yeah. Ohio State has some speed at receiver. Oh, yeah, they do. But now I've seen a, a lot of Michigan going into zone defenses and bracket-style defenses, and I think that's going to help them immensely. You Especially know, Justin Fields. I don't th- – me personally, I yeah. don't see Justin Fields as good of a passer and a rush threat as Dwayne Haskins was no 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 Justin Fields is a great pack pocket passer but if he starts to get flushed or if he starts to feel pressure like like we've seen against Penn State how's that Dwayne Haskins doing in the pros well he beat the Lions come on <laughs> so did Dak Prescott <laughs> um but like I said Penn State was able to get pressure on him especially um when they started to get a fire lit underneath them yeah yeah and he was going down, getting sacked, getting pressured, getting pushed out of the pocket. He, he's and easy there to were, fluster. There were, inc- there were incompletions. If you can get pressure on him, get him out of the pocket, he's not gonna have a good. He's not gonna have a good game. He, he's easily flustered. Yeah, and you can see that yeah. he he gets flustered really easily, and he almost becomes a shell, yep. shell of himself, and then he doesn't play as great as what people have him stacked yeah. up to be. And they were the only FBS team up until Penn State to win every game by twenty points. No, no shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then Penn State came in. Penn State's a good a good team too. They're an amazing team. Yeah. And Penn State was able to shut the offense down. Besides like like I said, it was they only scored they scored twenty eight points all game. Yeah. But Penn State's offense is nothing like what Michigan's offense is now. Yep. I mean you want to talk about Michigan's offense a little bit or well, well I kinda Who are they? hit on them quite a bit. Okay. I think they so, got they got that they finally got that speed in space that so, Josh Gaddis was going for. So then I'm gonna start asking you. I'm gonna ask you a tough question. Yeah, a couple of tough questions. What are your factors going into this game? What are, What are your factors on the Ohio State side, the Michigan side, and what do you think they have to do to stop each other? Like I said, Michigan's defense has to stop step up this game. Okay, they have to be able to stop those shallow crossing routes. That, yeah, that, no, I agree, 100. percent Ohio State's gonna come out and they're gonna try to throw those short crossing routes. Because that's what was that's what yeah. allowed them to put up what sixty three points. Yeah, last 60, year. 63 points was what they put up on them last year. Yep, that's every it was every single off the offensive possession, short shallow crossing routes. They get they got ten to fifteen yards on, just about every single time. Every because they it could, was it was too. I remember that be, um, because they were not able to stop it. They they were afraid because 
Ohio State's speed at receiver is crazy. It's ridiculous. And they didn't want them to get outside to get deep, but they were getting burned on the inside because they had no zone coverage in the middle. And then you had Dwayne Haskins that, if they had that zone coverage in the middle, yep. and there was nobody open, we're talking he a was gone. Story, yeah. I, Dwayne Haskins was different last year. Yeah. He was a different type of athlete. Right. So you can't blame him. Like, like I said, if Michigan's defense is able to step up and yeah. stop those short crossing routes. Which I think they can. They've, yeah. they've adapted. Yeah, and like I said, like, like they've brought in that bracket style offense yeah. where it's kind of like a zone in the middle. Yep. And then man on the outside. Yeah. And whoever's on the outside is in man coverage. It's almost like a 4-6. Yeah, and the that bracket, that bracket style offense is able to contain those short crossing routes, yeah. which Illinois tried to do quite a bit. I noticed that. Uh-huh. Illinois tried to beat them with the short crossing routes. It didn't work. No, no. Um, now, do they go single safety high or do they run two safeties usually? You know? I, I want to say they run two safeties. Two safeties. Yeah, and um, um, no, they. I think they go single safety high most of the time. Okay. Especially because like they they try to run the man defense. Yeah. Most of the time. Yep. Um, but like I said, Indiana tried to do the short crossing routes. Michigan State tried the short crossing routes. Just didn't work. And then Indiana. It's not the same. It's not the same team as last year. No. So. Not at all. And I think their their defensive back end is is better at covering players. Shit, dude. Their offensive. Wide receivers are just as good too, though. Yeah, and their offensive receivers have stepped up. They're huge, crazy. See how big they are. I mean, you, you got you got Donovan People Jones. Yep, who's a great. Who's that receiver. big number nine? I can't Donovan People Jones. That's him. Yep. That motherfucker's huge, yeah. dude. He's, he's so he, good. He came out of Detroit too. He's so good. You got him. You got Nico Collins. Yep, yep. Nico Collins. He's my favorite on the whole team. Nico yeah. Collins is my favorite. If they can get Tariq Black involved, that's three receivers, and then they got the speedster Ronnie Bell. Ronnie Bell's kind of like been their kind of like in between guy, but if they can get him the ball on those short routes, he can make players miss. He had a couple of clutch drops, right? Like they kind of bit him in the ass just, a little just, bit. Just one, and then oh, okay. he actually came back and he uh he scored a touchdown. I want to say he scored a touchdown okay. against Indiana okay. when they completely blew through Indiana just yeah. this last week, and it was like his first touchdown, first touchdown reception since like the third week of the season. So it's gonna hurt you to talk about, but Ohio State, what did they have to do to beat Michigan? You know. They're, like they're gonna have to stop the uh, the uh, offense as well. Yeah, their defense is gonna have to step up, and they really haven't seen an offense like Michigan has. You you think this is a this is more of a it's time for your defense to step up type of game for both teams? Like you know, yeah. hey, fuck all the noise, yep. fuck what you've done all year. I think whoever defense is able to step up and whoever defense is good, better, and good enough to stop the offense is going to win this game. Like I said, Shea Patterson and the Michigan offense have been on a tear the last four games. Absolutely one of the best offenses in the last four games. Okay. And then, of course, you got the Ohio State offense that's, like I said, beat every team but one by 20 or more points. Yep. But who have they played that has a good defense like Michigan has? Yep. So, with that being, with that noise going off, that means you need to pick a winner. I know who you're probably going to pick, but I still need you to pick a winner. You can just go ahead and play right there. And I, <laughs> I need a reason why <laughs> you're picking this Right here. Hold on, guys. We're going to let this play because <laughs> I, I want everybody to soak this one up because I believe this is who is going to win as well. So, I pick Michigan. You pick Michigan. I pick Michigan. I'm picking Michigan because I hate Ohio State, number one. Number two, I think Michigan has the team this year to do it. Yeah. I think this is the year they have the ability. The pieces are there. 
They can do it. Yeah, and their offense is completely clicking on all cylinders. I'm wearing khakis on Saturday. <laughs> their offense is clicking on all cylinders going into this game. This is the first time that the offense has been clicking like this. Yeah. Even last year, they had an okay offense and a great defense. Yep. And their defense got absolutely slaughtered. But they still have the they have the same defensive coordinator. Yeah. The same linebacking coach, the same DB coach, that are that were able to adapt and overcome. Yeah. Like they got burned by those short, shallow crossing routes. And then the bowl game when they played Florida, yep, I was there. They got beat by the exact same short, shallow crossing routes. Yeah, and then the screens. They got a different defense though. This is a different team. They're gonna have to switch up their man and zone. Yes. Throw Justin Fields for a loop. Yes. Come up, make big plays, make big stops. I think if they, they run win. enough stunts up front too to kind of mess with the offensive linemen, they can they can get to Fields. Yeah, as long as they don't get deep. Yes. Their pass rush can't get deep. Yes. If their pass rush doesn't get deep and is able to contain Justin Fields, they need to keep play him in the pocket, keep him flustered. They need to play vertical. They need to push the line. They need to you know guys need to rush the outside, keep him contained, like you said. And then the middle guys need to play vertical. And, push push the linemen back. They can't get too deep and they need to make sure that they maintain their their holes. Yes. Yep. No, for sure. And um the big the big thing is gonna be maintaining the holes. Cause yep. uh you have a running back like Dobb- Dobbins. Dobbins. Yep. He's not bad. He's good. He knows the hole. He knows how to find the hole. That's what she said. <laughs> he's gonna run it good. <laughs> um he's gonna run it good. You know, it's gonna be a good game. Um I'm picking Michigan, not just because I hate Ohio State, but because, like I said, I do believe this is the year they put together the team to do it. Yeah. I mean, do you have anything else you want to want to touch on with this? Or no, I don't think so. I no, think, it's a good show, man. Yeah, I, I like I said, Michigan pulls the upset. Yes, I think Michigan pulls the upset by 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 three. I agree. I agree, guys. I, I want. I'm, I'm seeing a like a 31-28 finish. 31-28. Yeah. I'm gonna go with my original pick. I I like 28-25. I think Michigan's, Michigan's gonna win 28-25. The, the spread is is only eight points going into this game. Ohio State's eight. Nobody's gonna cover that spread. It's not gonna be an eight no, point game. It's gonna be a three point game. It's gonna be three point three to four. I, yeah, I don't think Ohio State's gonna cover that spread. No. I don't think Ohio State's gonna come in and blow out. Michigan's not I gonna think, cover that spread either, even if they like, were an eight point favorite. No, like I said, Michigan's my favorite. But if Ohio State wins, the game will be close. Yes. Yes. For sure. For sure. Guys, I want to thank you guys for coming out. This was kind of our Thanksgiving special. Happy Thanksgiving to you, David. Same to you. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving to all you guys. Um, you know we're not gonna be doing a show. At all the rest of the week, just because I'm going to be gone in Massachusetts with my family. You know, you got your family to go see. Yep. And um, we'll be back next week with a good show. Guys, this was our Ohio State-Michigan special as well. I was excited. David had a lot of good points, a lot of good things to kind of run by us. We got some history of the game. We got a, li- got a little bit of the fight song played back there. <laughs> um, David, you know, anything anything you want to touch on before we before we end the show? Um, I just got one thing to say. Yep. Go Blue. Go blue. Go, go blue. blue. You know what? And you won't hear me say it very often, but go blue. Okay. I, I, yeah. I I want them to win. I, and and I, I hope Michigan State loses against Maryland yeah. this week. Hey, they deserve to lose. I don't think they should win. They deserve to lose. Yes. Not be bowl eligible, and I think D'Antoni will be gone. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yep. Guys, this is awesome. This was a great show. It was a long show. We kept you guys here for almost an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, you guys are amazing. You're the reason why we do this. David, I want to thank you again for coming by. You've thank been you. with us three weeks in a row now. So thank you for that. Uh, you do an amazing job with that part of the show. Guys, uh, this is Loud Sports. It's where we talk sports and we smoke a little loud. Have a great night and a happy Thanksgiving.